what is going on everybody how are we doing on this fine thursday evening my name is eric welcome to q2c vr gamer live we are a weekly vr podcast that airs live every thursday at 9 p.m eastern time where we broadcast simultaneously to facebook youtube twitch and yes you can watch us in glorious vr in the multiverse how are we doing tonight multiverse glad to see you guys over there you remember, if you cannot catch us live, you can always catch us afterwards on your favorite podcast platform. But if you don't catch us live, Todd, you cannot be here to win any of the amazing stuff that we have to give away tonight. And we do have some killer stuff to give away. But before we get into any of that, I need to say hello to my partner from the great Canadian Northwest, the man who is heading from Canada all the way to Arizona just to hang out with Alex and Skiba. He definitely thinks he's better than me. <laughs> Todd Jackson, what is going on, Todd? How are you doing tonight, man? Uh, diddly, ho, diddly. I'm doing fantastic. Yeah, I can't wait. I leave on Sunday, and uh, I am going to see my buds from Between Realities. It's going to be awesome. Dude, what, what do you think? You're better than me? You, you, don't, you think I can't go to Arizona? I could go to Arizona just as easy as you could. I could do it in a heartbeat. <laughs> but, but you're not. I'm not going to know. It's hot in Arizona, bro. <laughs> I've been there. I was there, man. I was there in August or whatever it was, in July or August. I was there. It was 150 degrees. Oh my God. Really? I melted. I melted. I hope it's not I that melted. hot. It's October. It better not be that hot. Actually, I was talking to Skiba today. He said it was uh, it's just getting down there to the perfect weather in uh, in Phoenix where uh where they are. So uh yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be good weather. Yeah. How was your week, man? How are you doing? You're a little frazzled today. I am uh, having a hell of a week, a work week. Um uh VR week's been great. Uh, my regular work job has been a little stressful, so oh, had a bunch man. of things go off the rails today. So it's bad things going on at McDonald's or what? <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> 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 yeah. The McNugget fryers have all gone offline. And... <laughs> well, maybe you got to get that stuff working, man. You got to get that stuff working. Oh uh, man, I don't know. lots well, of good content coming though. We got a lot. Yeah, of I was going to say you you've had time to still pump out some content, and guess what? Bash Daddy Cool's back. Uh, I got some content out there myself, bro. I know. I'm excited. Hell yeah, man. I'm finally getting back into the swing. I'm not making any good stuff yet, but I'll get there. It takes me a little <laughs> bit to get back into it. You know what I mean? It takes me it's a little bit. It's been a while. Bit. I think you're like yeah, 18 I get videos behind or something. <laughs> I know. I know. I did the uh, I did the Conquest uh, headphones uh, the other day, and I'm loving these things, man. I, I got. I'll, we'll talk about them maybe a little later because, um, damn, they're expensive, but, man, they're really, really good. They're probably the best headphones yeah. I've seen. Like by far the best, you know. Like I was like shocked. Like audio at how good quality they are. wise, they're yeah. But at one hundred ninety nine dollars, Todd, uh, that's the problem. That's See. the problem. But I'll I'll tell you guys later if I think uh, it's worth it. Uh, but yeah, we'll talk a little bit about that. Um, so guys, we have an amazing show tonight. We have we have Jason Parks from from uh, from Row Two Entertainment here. We're gonna talk a lot of stuff, man. We're we're definitely gonna be talking Ionia and Eolia. We're gonna talk a little bit about Row Two and their path and 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 what type of development company they are and. I can tell you from experience, they are extremely interesting. They're probably one of the interesting, most interesting development studios that I've ever dealt with or, or, or had the pleasure to deal with. So I'm very excited for this one. Yeah, it's going to be good. We had, a, we had a great talk when we were at PAX in Seattle, and uh, I've been looking forward to this ever since. So it's, uh, it's going to be a good show. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, we apologize. We couldn't get it out last, last week, but it's going to work out way better this week because we're back. I'm back in my home studio. It's going to be way better. So it's going to be a really good interview. We're going to talk to Jason. Uh, we're going to talk some some big headlines, too, guys, because uh, we had some big news this week that we're going to hit on later, too. We're going to talk AirBridge. We're going to talk Quest 3. 
Um, we're going to talk Quest 3 and the GPU in there. Um, we, you know, we talked to Brad a little bit on, on Virtual Strangers the other day about the Quest 3 and about the, you know, the, X, the, the XR2 chip that's in that one being a different XR2 chip than you're going to see in the Pico or the Quest Pro. Um, I'm sorry, or the Quest 2. So that's a completely different chip that's going to be way more powerful than the current uh, chip that we have. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. We're going to talk a little side quest and Google investment. 12 million bangers going to freaking I do wear my side quest hoodie to represent today. I know, right? Yeah. Should be wearing your sidekick hoodie like over like I know I it's hanging right on there. the wall behind me. Yeah, right it's there. hanging on the wall. Like, yeah. Um, we're going to talk HTC teasing a new headset. What what is the HTC doing, dude? That's <laughs> I, I I can't even get into it yet. I can't even get into it. Uh, yeah, we'll get into get it later. If you yeah. guys stick around, <laughs> tell your friends. I got I, I got things to say about HTC. Yeah, uh, we're gonna talk about Quest Store is uh, finally getting gift cards, Todd. Yes, it's only about finally. years or whatever. Yes. <laughs> Thankfully, they give us the chance now that we can actually Jesus. purchase a gift card to give to people for Christmas and things like that. Yeah. Like my God, why has that been so difficult to to finish? Like, and then yeah. stay tuned at the end of the show for a major. Major announcement from major our own announcement for Chinatown D. Chinatown D has major news for everyone. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. All right, let's uh, let's. I want to get to Jason here real quick, but let's before we do that, let's say hello to our chat. We got some amazing people in here. We are the numbers are popping up. I like to see it. Um, we have number one, I think, uh, first person in chat tonight, Guido7335 with a $20 super chat. Says, have a great show. Sorry, can't make it. Love you guys and this community, dude. You're you rock. Thank you very much. Guido is probably one of the most giving people in this community. He's amazing. Um, amazing. He, that guy has just caught the VR bug. I mean, he has recently, within the last six months, just discovered VR. But he is just he went out and bought a computer, and now he's in it, man. He's so deep in it, and I love seeing people that are completely jazzed about virtual reality. And uh, he has put a stamp on this community and he's he's out there, you know, going out and, and, and you know, getting with other people in the community and playing, you know, getting in and, and playing multiplayer games and having a good time. And um, I love seeing that, man, because we have a great community. And when when somebody comes in and recognizes all the people here that we have in our community and, you know, and, and virtual strangers community and between realities community that kind of all ties together, man, it, they're special people here, really. Absolutely. We've, uh, we've uh, done some mini golf with uh, Guido. Yes, we have. Yeah, yeah. Times. Yeah, it was good times. Yeah, for sure. We got Mr. Tasselhoff. He's here. Uh, he says Hendrix Toy is here. Uh, Wolveraza, Kyle Kitchings. No no name, Kyle? It just says Kyle Kitchings. That is tired. supremely boring, dude. Yeah. What does it matter? Are you okay? Are you feeling okay? <laughs> blink twice uh, if you're... <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, blink twice if you're not you know, being kidnapped. Uh, Kyle Kitchings, I said that, Polish Hammer, Mike Newton, Alakazam, um, fa uh, Facebook Smart teaming up with Google. Facebook's teaming up with Google? I missed that. He says yeah, FB Smart that. teaming up with Google. Uh, Wolveraza is here. Uh, let's see. Bluebell. How you doing, Bluebell? Traveling Man 3775. Uh, we have uh, we have Lamplighter. What is up, Todd? Echo into the future. Ryan Brandon is here. Daniel Kaz, Paul Fennessy, Felipe. Four year olds are harder than babies. Lieras, what is up, bro? And that's probably <laughs> the one of the truest statements you could probably ever have. Uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, let's see who else do we got. Man, a lot of people chatting in chat. I like to see it. Uh, a lot of people, you know, enjoying each other's company. Karina Stimson is here. Um, I think I already said Echo in the Future. Onakazi is here. Technological Glitch is here. What is up, Tech? 
Um, Jason Parks is here. He says hello, everyone. Chris Oaks is here. Uh, let's see who else. Who, uh, Hussein X. I am Dickel. Man, there's so that, many people. That VR Bradley's in chat talking about uh, talking about HTC or the lack of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I just I can't do it. Just, yeah. HTC. Come on, I can't I can't deal, man. They're gonna make mm -hmm. me. They're gonna make me lose it again, guys. I'm gonna lose it. I don't want to. I want this to be a fun show with Jason. I don't want to lose my shit. Uh, AK is here. I know. I know AK. I met I AK out in Pax. She's amazing. Uh, fourth Wall Breaker is here. No spam in the kitchen. Nick Thompson is here. Awesome. Tatum. Brian Houghton Jr. says, hey. Uh, let's see. Oh, my God, Todd. We're loaded tonight. Kubo 92. Hacked the game cap. Sim. Sadly, it's Bradley. Says, hey, VR nerds. VR nerds. VR nerds are the coolest of the nerds. Like, we are like, uh, we're the upper echelon of the nerd category, right? We're <laughs> like, right. like, the, we're like, we're the nerds that everybody goes, wow. We're we the top be of the pile like nerds, guys. Yes. That's right. That's right. Yes. <laughs> Techno Glitch says hoodie. I don't think so. Yeah. Rendered reality is here. What <laughs> is about up? that later, too? <laughs> yeah. What is up, Sean? How are you doing, man? Uh, Rendered reality is back in action, Todd, doing shows, man. They have Tyler's basement all the way done. They have their new studio. I saw so that. So happy. Yeah. So happy to see them to see them back and 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 getting themselves settled. Uh, oh, yeah. We need render reality in our in our podcast uh, arena. Uh, let's see who else. Um, doo -doo -doo. We got a restream bot and uh, EV Man versus Gas is here. Nibblehine is stopped in, and I think that's it that I can see. Except we have a late virtual stranger says hello, friends. Awesome. Uh, yeah, Sean right says now. we were MIA for a long time. I know, man. MIA for a while. It was it was tough, man. You guys had so much going on, though. Um, you know, I'm, but you know, you got it straight now, and you guys are back. I mean, that's that's big. And and there's so many people in the community that miss you guys. And uh, the Saturdays don't feel right without uh, coffee and VR. You know what I'm saying? For sure, for sure. Yeah. So let's let's get right to this. Uh, Jason has been sitting in the wings long enough, and uh, he he just looks like he has something to say, Todd. He just has that look on him, like. Like, I'm ready. I'm ready to say something. <laughs> Jason Parks, how you doing, man? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. Oh, I'm so happy we could do this. I, we tried to do it last week. You you were such a good sport last week, too, because you're like, yeah. yeah, I'm here. Let's do it. And I'm like, yeah, I, I was away in Miami, and it was <laughs> it would have been like a janky interview. And I I wanted to pay the proper respects to Row 2 and, and these two amazing games. And uh, I knew we wouldn't do, be able to do it that way in the story if we did it. So thank you for coming back and doing it again this week. Absolutely. I need that background of yours. So, you know, I, I know, right. I know I've been building this thing, man. It's, 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 it's a, it's a work in progress, but it's getting mm -hmm. there. It's getting there. I, I you know, the, the problem is I spent all these money, all this money on green screens and now I don't use any of them anymore. I know. Right. <laughs> I got a closet full of green screens that I don't use. <laughs> I know. I know. Jason, uh, I, I, again, I'm so happy you're here to do this. And uh, we did have amazing conversations myself and you and Todd, uh, while we were at PAX and, um, you know, we did the demo for Eolia that completely blew us away. It was one of the best demos that we did at PAX and there was a lot of stuff there. And this was one of the ones that completely blew me away because of a couple of things that I'll say. Um, and I, and I told you this there too, I was a huge fan of the potential of Ionia, but I was a huge critic critic of the shortcomings of Ionia too. And we're going to talk a little bit about that later in, in some of the things, but the difference be between those two games and how it shocked me so was profound. Um, it, it was amazing. <laughs> and and that's why I was so eager to be able to get in here and tell everybody how wrong I was about 
Eolia and when, where this game was going and, and how great it is. So uh, I'm excited for tonight. That's all I want to hear. All right, let's talk about it. <laughs> it it's true. Like when, when we were talking after packs, you know, sitting in our room waiting to go to the airport, it was all right, everybody, what's your, what's the, what's the most impactful experience that we had that we could demo at packs and at the top of the list on four of us was all four of us was I was Eolia. Yes. It, nice. It blew my mind. For, for it did. what you've it accomplished, did. it was uh, it was fantastic. Yeah, hey, I mean, yeah, we'll... it, 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 shout out to my team for that. You know, I can't take no. the credit. the The whole Road Two team did a fantastic job, and we made that game in a year. By the way, yeah, I know, I know, I know. It's so good. The, the backstory is so great. That's why I love it. But before we get into the, any of that, let's get into you. I want to talk a little bit about Jason Parks. I want to talk a little bit about you and your background. Tell us a little bit about you. You know how you how you started into gaming, and 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 you know how you found yourself coming to to where you are now oh man well i could dive in for this whole podcast about that uh <laughs> no, let's uh, do know, it to, yeah you know to start out you know uh, um uh it really it really had to do with uh probably back when i was six years old i can't even remember if it was six but i was playing sonic the hedgehog right before i could really barely even talk some of the first words ever recorded of me are me trying to describe Sonic, right? As a, as a little kid, the little blue ball going by. And, <laughs> and ever since then, uh, you know, I've been a gamer, but I was also a musician and uh, ultimately led my, uh, you know, my college days and my career to uh, Berkeley College of Music, where I met an incredible team. And we wrote a song where we brought 90 musicians from 90 different countries together. We wrote a song of peace. We had citizens, or yeah, we had people that were citizens of countries that were at war with each other sitting at the same table and they were writing a song together. And that song went viral and it also sold out Symphony Hall. It's a large venue here in Boston. And it, we started Road to Entertainment right out of college with this you know, new profound uh, uh, video and live performance and community we had built around international musicians. We started working with nonprofits. We started to uh, uh, create music videos for them. Uh, at the time, uh, flash mobs were in, so we were making flash mobs. Uh, nice. Everything from AmeriCares to Harvard to the city of Boston and all over. And uh, that also led us to create a, and I should say work with, uh, the Amazon Aid Foundation, where we backpacked and traveled to the Peruvian Amazon and filmed the illegal gold mining and deforestation happening there and then created a documentary from that footage and that information and a music video, which was seen at COP20 and COP21, the United Nation conferences in Lima. Um, the company was going well, Rotu was doing great, but we had this large IP that we were building and we didn't really know how to tell it. And we called it Rhythm of the Universe. The The acronym of our company is Rhythm of the Universe, Rotu. I and, thought that was so cool that I, because we talked earlier today, and you, and you told me about this song, and I went, I went to the, I went to the YouTube channel to to listen to it to see it, and it says in the title "Rhythm of the Universe," which I thought was, and that was 2011. Yeah, yeah I mean, we've been riding this for a while. We, Rhythm of the Universe existed before we ever even knew what a VR headset was, or whatever, what even VR was. And it was like 2015. Uh, one of our associates at Road Two had received the. Uh, uh, the quest <laughs> the htc vibe one of the original ones to receive it and i saw the whale go by in the blue and i was like oh this is what yeah. i'm doing with the rest of my life this is amazing <laughs> this is so crazy uh it, it, as i'm sure most of us here in the chat and you guys when you tried vr for the first time you you just sort of had that sort of switch go off right and you understood that this is definitely a thing this is happening 
there is no way that this won't be something that we're all utilizing in some capacity in the future. So the company found further investment and we took our original IP, Rhythm of the Universe, and we started making VR games with that IP. Yeah, I mean, in, in this the, the story of of how you came to be and because and, that was one of my questions too was Rhythm of the Universe, the, the whole series, Ionia, Eolia is very musical based, right? It's, it's it, the whole idea of it is, is kind of musical and instruments and music healing, right? And, and things like that. And that was part of your background, right? Was that always the idea, uh, you know, for, for gaming to get music involved in it? Yeah. It, it, so the concept, the IP that we have, it's taking musical instruments, note names, everything that encompasses music and music theory as musicians and turning that into lands, people, ecosystems, game mechanics, storyline arc, one giant universe based around uh, this thing we call music mythology uh, and, and all umbrellaed under, if you can say that umbrellaed, but all <laughs> under this umbrella of of rhythm of the universe and it really was something that shaped over those many years over the past 10 years where some of the uh, characters of the games behind me here of aeolia and ionia were on stage you know performing music what? right with makeup and and all sorts of uh, uh costumes and you can go online right now or visit our website and check out some of our past projects and really see uh, you know these characters on stage performing in front of thirty thousand people before VR ever was a thing. And so this story and this franchise is something that has been growing for the past 10 years. Super cool. Before we get too far into it, yeah, I was gonna say, before we get too far into it, I wanna backtrack a second. I just wanted to do say real quick, we had a, we had a super chat from Alakazam for 20 bucks. Says, uh, love the show in this community, cannot wait to pre-order the Quest Pro. Damn, Quest Pro, that's an expensive one, but yeah, I'm with you, man, I'm with you. <laughs> I can't wait either. It's going to yeah, be good. Right. It's going to be good. But yeah, thank you very much, Alakazam, for the $20 Super Chat. Before we go any further, though, but I, I want to backtrack a little bit to what you said. You hiked into the Peruvian jungle to, like, film. Oh, it was so crazy. Yeah. It was so nuts. Yeah, I had no business being a little there. Bit, yeah, I mean, <laughs> this is not VR, but this sounds super freaking cool, man. Tell me a little bit about this. Uh, so the Amazon Aid Foundation uh, would take, uh, every couple of years, take a trip to go and, and witness and and be in the proving Amazon, the Brazilian Amazon, to really showcase and, and prove that, hey, there is a incredibly destructive force uh, destroying what little is left of the Amazon and, and would work with uh, climate scientists and all sorts of professionals and fields that would be able to identify what's going on down there and what are the repercussions of what we're doing. And this is not just affecting the land, right? This is also... Uh, pumping mercury into the sediment because down in uh, South America and in the Amazon, you have little flakes of gold all over the place. You don't got big old nuggets like you see in an old mm -hmm. Western. So you have to pump mercury into the soil in the sediment after cutting away the trees and mercury and uh, gold combined creates methylmercury. Then they burn away the mercury and they're left with a little nugget of gold bigger than the flakes. But the problem is, is when they burn away that mercury, it floods all of the uh, waterways and ultimately uh, goes into the ecosystem and fish are eating it. Then even people are eating it. And you have, uh, it, which 
as I'm sure we all know, Mercury ain't great for living <laughs> creatures. Uh, so not unless uh, you want four, four he two heads and four arms. Yeah, exactly. And and that isn't just the fish. It's also unfortunately the people that are subsisting off the fish there. So it's not just affecting the land and and the fact that the whole ecosystem is being destroyed and that I think it's like a square mile of the Amazon has more diversity, plant diversity there than all of Europe. Uh, you know, just forget about that. And just the fact that it's hurting people, there's no reason why it needs to be happening in this way. And there are sustainable practices that can be done so that the Amazon can keep existing, people can be safe and ultimately profit and growth of business can still continue. So we were down there, backpacks, uh, uh, solar panels with little chargers and all our cameras. And a shout out to Amir Saruman, uh, the co-founder of Rotu. He was right there with me. And uh, and we just spent that time going through and for the first half of the trip, filming the beauty of it, but ultimately coming across just devastated, crazy land. And if anybody's interested, I think it's a private you can look for it. Check out the Amazon Aid Foundation's website. It's called Mercury Uprising, is the uh, is the documentary did, and uh, Anthem uh, for the Amazon is the music video. So if anybody's interested, check out Rotu.com. It's in our past projects, or look on the Amazon Aid Foundation website. Yeah, definitely. If we can get a link to that in the chat, Todd, that would be awesome. But yep. it's it's just super interesting. I mean, what you're talking about here, and and. And man, the, uh, the the Amazon rainforest is always abused, whether it's deforestation or, you know, doing the mining thing. I mean, this is crazy that we still have to go through this in today's day and age. And unfortunately, we're already when I was doing that trip, there was still a chance that we would have the ability to stop and possibly start to grow back and and save the rainforest but we're at a tipping point where uh, uh many professionals feel that we're actually past the point of no return and ultimately we're looking at by the end of our lifetime an amazon that is mostly cattle land and and barren area um extremely unfortunate but there's still things to be done to preserve the land and that's actually a big part of what rotu has been doing with the majority of its projects it's what we're doing here with rotu uh with ionia and aeolia we're the only vr games to have a public nonprofit partnership where we're donating five percent of every proceed uh particularly ionia to wild uh to uh the late steve Irwin's wildlife warriors yeah, before we get into the games, let's let's touch yeah. on that a little bit because your your development company is uh, is very forward thinking. I mean, you 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 guys are very much looking to uh, give back as much as you're looking to you know to to sell games. I mean, you a lot of this is is it, again uh, Ionia with the Steve Irwin Foundation, and then we talked about Eolia, and I love the program that you put together for Eolia because it changes um who the who the what what charity is it benefits from this every month or quarter every quarter yes every uh, quarter, so yeah. uh, and thanks for bringing that up uh one thing we want to do for aeolia is allow our community which is growing exponentially to learn more about these nonprofits about where they can help and why they would help and who they are and, and who they should support more than just passively having their money support an organization. We want our community to learn and actually care. So we're reaching out to our, our audience and allowing them to vote on uh, four of the top uh, climate directed nonprofits, NGOs, and allowing them links to learn about them and then choose which ones we should be distributing our 5% to each quarter. 
I love this idea. It Super keeps, cool. Yeah. It, keep, it keeps people involved with the charity too, right? So it's not something that's you know you forget because every quarter you can you can have input as to you know what happens to that that revenue that you bring in for the game. So it, it keeps everybody involved in thinking about what this is all about, which is the charity. Yeah, exactly. And and the way I feel about it is that you don't want to build games around just stuffing the message down your face because that's not that's no fun. You know, we play games to play games, but if you want your games to support and and have people learn, then let, let's keep that outside the game and let's make that uh, uh, or tie it into the game creatively. I believe we've done that pretty well and ultimately allow any type of learning or any type of support be done passively and forward thinking, you know, off the game and, and in the social media. Yeah, because I love, you know, I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but if you get through Ionia, you get, you, when you get to the end, you get a very nice message from, I think if I remember correctly, it was one of Steve Irwin's, Steve Irwin's kids, uh, right? Rob Irwin. Yeah, yeah. So you get a nice yeah. message, a video message from him uh, telling you about, you know, the charity and, 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 uh, and, you know, how it's working through Ionia. So I thought that was really nicely done. And, and like you said, it doesn't take away from the game, right? I mean, there, there's a great story and there's lessons here, but it's not something that, is ever preachy or anything like that. And it doesn't take away from the enjoyment of the game. It allows you to get enjoyment of the game, but then still learn something about it, about what's going on, which I thought was great. Thank you. I, I um, you know, I'm trying to hopefully be a model for any future games, future titles, uh, and even outside of VR games and even outside of gaming in general, I just think it's a, a move we can make that if companies were supporting nonprofits and, and companies doing good for the areas of our lives that need work, we would be in a much better place. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So let's get into the games a little bit now. Let's, yeah. let's, let's talk Ionia. So, um, Ionia launches is about a year ago, right? On, on, it launches on PC. Yes, exactly. Um, um, September 22nd. Yeah. And, and, and when it came out on PC, um, and I still say the same thing today as this is probably, one of the most beautiful games that you'll see on, on on PC. Like this is a game that you should put everyone into their first time in virtual reality. Like this is a special. This is one of those. This is one of those holy shit moments when you get into virtual reality and you can look out when you get into that the beginning scene and you get out onto that little balcony area and you can look out onto the valley and you can see some of the bigger creatures walking around. Mm -hmm. It is a holy shit moment. Like, am I really standing here? It is gorgeous. It is the the graphics in there definitely rival, you know, some of the best looking games you'll find. Um, and that was my biggest takeaway from the game. Yeah, my I had a couple criticisms of the game also, <laughs> but but that was one of the things that I still to today will put people in Ionia if I want to show them what virtual reality, what PC virtual reality is really all about. Oh, thank you. And if there was anything we did wrong, is we didn't express that solely and immediately to our audience right and and i i think we did a great job of shaping uh that message and and, and that vision and making sure it got put in front of the right vr audience uh um, after launch but yeah uh, that was our goal was to create extremely family friendly very linear story driven a story living experience with light puzzling where you could put your grandmother in i i had before uh, 
before uh, COVID, we were doing some marketing promotion and I put Agatha, a 101 year old in a retirement home into Ionia. And nice. she played it for over 15 minutes. Her staff said she hadn't stood up that long for weeks. And that really is our goal. Awesome. And, yeah. You know, and that, that yeah. was, that was what we were planning on delivering. And, uh, um, and you know, it's still, it's, it, honestly, it has a special place in my heart. I, I work on it constantly, almost on a on, on a daily basis myself. It's actually the game that taught me how to learn virtual development, virtual reality development, and um, it you know that's what it will be, or that's what it is, and that's what it'll continue to be as a game, perfect for the first time VR users, the casual VR users, the family friendly VR users. Yeah, tell us a little bit of, about the backstory of Ionia because. I, because some of the shortcomings I had with the game, you you explained to me uh, at PAX, and and it completely became clear to me why the game did have those shortcomings, and it also explained to, to me maybe that I was thinking a little the game about the game incorrectly, and maybe it's not fair to the game to call it a game, yeah. at all. Um, so yeah, tell us a little bit about the path and 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 what happened with Ionia and why it wasn't like the perfect game or the perfect experience. So our, our, our initial audience was focused on location-based entertainment. We were looking, we had cruise ships lined up. We had mom and pop uh, LBEs all over the place. We had some of the larger ones interested. Uh, I had all of these agreements lined up. I, this was going to be our introduction into the VR space with Ionia and thinking that, hey, this is a great game for when kids are over there shooting each other in the multiplayer rooms. Here's a game for everybody else who doesn't necessarily want to touch that, right? Uh, you know, there are some incredibly well, well-made games that are beautiful and breathtaking, but almost all of them are violent or in some capacity would not be the type of game that a large audience who are now entering the VR space want to uh, participate in. So we made Ionia for them. And then, of course, we all dealt with a very global issue that led to those agreements just disappearing <laughs> overnight. And as a company, we decided, hey, we need to take this LBE focused game that we were then known to slowly turn into a, a consumer level VR game. And we got to do this now during COVID. And, and also we had an opportunity to take it to all VR platforms. And so we took that opportunity. And honestly, we thought go big or go home. And, uh, and I'm still happy and still confident with the decision I made, but I think that led to some of the, the, the criticisms that came out and to your point, uh, some of the issues we might've had and, and more the fact that our, our messaging initially for the release of the game for some people could have been like, this is a huge game. This is going to be, uh, you know, hours long hours and, and, and hours complicated and, and it. Because another another area that we've learned as a company, uh, you know, obviously this was our first game, our first VR game. We are very good at making videos. We're very good at making content and media. Actually, an entire other side of Rotu works on virtual production, virtual art department, uh, VFX, and ultimately we make awesome, cool looking content. And so we created a bunch of cinematic trailers and we attached cinematic elements to even inside the game as these videos that you watch initially to prepare you for the, the levels. And uh, I think that also during the course of the marketing for the release, got expectations to be not what we wanted. And since release though, we focused on 
putting it in front of uh, children hospitals, uh, school systems, in front of after-school programs, in front of uh, casual VR users in communities that are VR artists, for example. We even did a giant VR art uh, competition. And ultimately, this has really helped us grow the community we meant for Ionia and taught us a lot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this the, the, it explains so many things to me because that was one of my biggest criticisms too was was the quest game you know what i mean the quest the quest port or, or the quest version of ionia was vastly different and of course it's going to be because it's a quest game it's not pc and there's no way you can get the visuals anywhere near the same um but it, the problem is is it for me was it was you know the visuals for for me were a big part of the game and when you mm -hmm. lose that big part of the game but it makes sense if you were never really thinking about going to the quest two at all and then you need to scramble. You have this. You have this thing. You have COVID that lands right in your lap, and you have to completely change how you do these things. And then you're like, okay, I mean, we have to do. We have to do something with this game that we just poured all this time, years of work into, and uh, you know, everything is kind of like falling apart on you. And then you you have to pivot, and it makes sense. But to me, it's where you've come out of this, and and I'll let Todd kind of take it from here. But let me just—I want to mention a few people that have come in the chat because we've had a lot of people yeah. jump in afterwards, and we'll say hi to them real quick before we move on because um, this is the transition between these two games is where I am completely blown away and where and speechless, I have ladies and gentlemen, you'll see Eric Masher speechless. Yeah, absolutely, it doesn't happen very often. <laughs> uh, let me say hi to VR with Jasmine. Jasmine, how are you doing? Thank you for coming in. Hi. Michelle B is here. She's been here for a little bit, but I did not say her originally. Uh, we had an Orland Hooper sighting. Todd? Orland Hooper's jacked, yo. Orland <laughs> Hooper is jacked, yo. Uh, what is going on, Orland Hooper? How are you doing, man? Uh, we had, uh, who else stopped in that I did see? Uh, we had Chatty has people come in. in the multiverse. Yeah, I see that. And why don't we do that? Before we get into Eolia, would yeah, you guys, you, Jason, you want to take, take a peek into the multiverse? Oh, let's do it. Please. I will say one more person here. We got an I'm Messy sighting. He says, good to see you. I am Messy. How are you doing, man? Good to see you. Thanks for coming by and saying hi. We miss you, dude. Uh, and I think that was it, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's do that. Let's 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 take a quick peek. And why don't we do this? We'll take a quick peek into... Hi, D. Dude, why do you always... <laughs> I miss I, I missed being in Restream. So I if miss anybody did, having if all anybody, the power because if, I don't know I if know. anybody's noticed. That he right? No one in chat has that, noticed. But, if anybody didn't notice, yeah. we are back in our old digs, folks. We're back in restream because Todd's OBS completely took a big dump and <laughs> nothing's working. So we had to go back into our old. <laughs> all my scenes are home. up, so I got to redo it all. Yeah. So Mash has some control again. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't <laughs> like it. <laughs> but Dia, what I was thinking was maybe we jump into the, into the multiverse and then before we get into Eolia, we give a couple of keys away. For I haven't Ionia. even teased what games we're giving away. So yeah, why don't you do that real quick, Todd, before we jump? Today we're gonna give away a bunch of stuff. Uh Jason was nice enough to give us two keys to Eolia for the quest, mm -hmm. two keys for Ionia on Steam. Uh, we're also gonna give away a Steam key to Song in the Smoke and a quest nice. key to Runner. Oh my god, I have so much to say about Bang Runner. Drop Runner dropped today, and uh, I have a lot to say about Runner. It's so good um but yeah but let's do this let's uh so d if you can make sure the wheel is ready for this uh i'll pull you i'm gonna pull you off the screen one more minute and then i'm gonna pull jason in and we're gonna go into the multiverse you gotta tease the chat like that just a little bit i know a little bit of d you know you know who else likes a little bit of d 
My mom. Oh, stop it. Jason's here. We have guests. Yeah. Why do you got to go I there? Don't know. I don't know who hit that. <laughs> dude, you started it. <laughs> I did not. Okay, uh... let's do this. Let's jump into the multiverse. It's been a long time. It's been weeks since we've been in here. We're going to bring in Jason Ward, Mr. Tasselhoff. D, we'll see you in a minute. What is up, Tass? How are you doing in the multiverse? Look at that room, dude. Look at, no, that's me. Okay, there we go. There we go. <laughs> Getting to it. Look at you. What's up, Jason? How you doing, man? Can we hear him? I oh, can't, we can't hear, hear him. him. Jason, you got your mic on. Is that better? Can you hear yeah, me? Well, we got you. How are you doing? <laughs> uh, doing good. Doing good. It's been a while. Cool. I know, right? So, Jason Parks, uh, welcome to the multiverse. So, this is uh, when we are live, when we do our, our every Thursday night stream, this is a public room in the multiverse. And when we go live, this room turns into our room, basically, and we can make these these doorways and people are in here with tasks and they're hanging out. Who do we got over there? Tasks. Got Felipe over here. Felipe ninety one seventy. What is up, Felipe? Hack over here. Hack BMX. Oh, I love this. Up, <laughs> so there's many different instances of this room. So there may be only only a few people in Jason's room, but then you have another room yeah. that'll have five or six or ten or twelve or however many people. But yeah, look at that uh, nice door right there for Eolia. Boom! And if you go to oh, it, it can take you to the app. Yep. Then you've got it looks like uh, the Meta Connect. That's correct. Yep. And then nice. we got some new doors upstairs as well. You turn right. around, go upstairs. Oh yeah. So yeah. all these images, the, this whole room is, is decorated by me, and we design oh, everything oh, we that, when it goes live on Thursday. So cool. Well, let's go see what we can do here. All right. Our... So let's go over here first. There's the Ionia portal. Oh, That'll take you right Ionia. to the game. So if you yep. own the game, that actually launches the game. If you don't own the game, it'll take you to the store where you can buy it. Nice. Yep, absolutely. Anybody in anybody in the in the uh, in the multiverse tonight? Go check it out. Who's that crazy person? God, he's so freaking old. Look at that guy. He's like a hundred years old. Oh, uh, his hat. <laughs> Look at that guy. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, over funny. here, you buy a coffee. Nice. And our other mods. Yeah, so yeah those are have, moderators. Somebody. Oh, they went downstairs. Let's go. Oh, hi, Jew. Joe. There we go. June 91.70. How are we doing? Awesome. So the yeah, way these so... work, Jason, is these are instanced, and we get about, I think, 15 per instance, 15 people per instance. And then as soon as it gets filled up or whatever, they just a new instance just self-appears and more people go in. So it's, it's You're on cool. TV, Jew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, um, and it's then a really cool thing. Side rooms here. Yeah. You can... Our brother Gamer Tag is hanging out in there. They are reviews, their video, yeah. and then we got Jasmine over here. Yeah. Oh, nice. look at that! Wow, For look sure. at that VR with Jasmine. That's awesome. Big shout out to Jasmine. She played through Aeolia, and and the whole team loved her review. She did. Yeah, yeah. she she did it. Uh, Jasmine did it live, right? She live streamed the mm -hmm. That's yeah. awesome, man. That is so awesome. You may notice she, a Christian up here. I see that, yeah. What do you have ears up there? He's got ears on his headset. Yeah, those are the wolf ears. Nice, awesome. Well, but thank yes, you, Tass. We're, we're glad we had a chance. Great, great video. Yeah, thank you. We're glad we had a chance to get back into the multiverse. We'll try and do this more often. I know we've been gone for a while, but uh, but I'm jumping in and out of it. But uh, very happy that we're able to get in there. Thank you for jumping in on a short notice tonight. We really appreciate it. And Bye, we, everybody. Uh, we'll see you soon, man. Yeah. yeah, I'm assuming the room is available even after the show, right? Anybody can hop in anytime. Yeah, so the way it works, Jason, can you turn around one more time? Yeah. You want the, the back two rooms here? Uh, the one on the right? One on the right. Jasmine? Or the nope, this one? That one there, yeah. So when the go. when the show's not live, 
they show replays in this room on that television there in the back. Ah, cool. And it'll replay for, I think, a week. or uh, It might even be a permanent wall now, I think. Yeah, we're just constant, and people can go. It's all, it's all spatial audio, so if you're not close to that screen, you can't hear it. But if you go and you you can sit on that couch, and then you'll hear the show and watch the show. Cool, awesome. Yeah, it's yeah. Neat. multiverse is a neat, is a neat thing, and and there's something in the multiverse called the Infiniverse, which is basically a living, thriving city that you can buy you can buy real estate in, and we actually own some. We actually own a building, and uh, and we have uh, we have our own room there. We have uh, our own store there, where you can go in and buy merchandise from QTCV or Gamer, and uh, it's really cool. It's a, it's a it, the whole multiverse app is is growing. It's getting better and bigger. It's it's pretty cool. Oh, that's so sick. Yeah. So this is our this yeah this is our room. This is our, this is our we atrium. own the yeah. yeah we own this atrium and. Uh, Anybody can get into our room and check us out, and you know, and we have links to other, other like virtual strangers and and anything that we're uh, you know we're affiliated with in this room. You know, I always like to take a step back and think about how mind blowing this is to most people, right? You know, like we're all a bunch of VR nerds, as we were talking about earlier, mm -hmm. but like like there, most people can't even fathom what's happening right now. Like, yeah. This is a this is purchased metaverse real estate. How crazy is that? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Cool. Let's uh let's go say hi to Ashley. Ashley's always over there on this wall. She's over on the wall there. Yeah. She's always this, is, this is a great interview we did with Ashley. <laughs> yeah. It's so it good. Super fun. Yeah, she's always oh, on that wall. Just head yeah, out the door though, Taz, so we can see the city. Yep. Yeah, so this is called the Infiniverse, and it's inside this multiverse uh app. And uh, it's a growing app. They're working on it constantly. They've been doing a lot of stuff, which is really cool. Uh, I'm glad that they're uh, they're yeah. kind of thriving. They won't let you out. Let it's, me out. It's, it's loading. I'm trapped <laughs> in the multiverse. <laughs> Rob Perry has just slid in. Is late to the show. What is up, Rob Perry? How are you doing, man? And Polish Hammers is here as well. Yeah. So this is our building uh, right there. You can see he's got our name on the on the front, and it's got Q2C VR Gamer. We own. We own most of those floors, I think, except for two, one. Right, right? Might have, might have we have one of our one of our patrons owns yeah. one of the floors. We <laughs> bought one of the floors, and she allowed us to put our uh, our logo on her floor. So she's yeah. awesome, Karina Stimson. You're you're awesome. Nice, but yeah. And then there's a lot of people that have stores here. You can actually go in and buy merchandise and buy you know products from these everything stores. from clothes to real estate to there's there's auto sales people in here. There's it's mm -hmm. ridiculous. It's amazing. Oh, I got to think about a new office for row two. Yeah, absolutely. You got to get It'd in here. It'd be neat because you you never know how much foot traffic you'd get. Just people wandering around yeah. this city. All yep. those little icons on the buildings represent someone who's bought that piece of real estate. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Probably, yeah. So cool. Ass. Okay, we're going to jump back out of here and get back to uh, get back to uh, to row two and Aeolia a little bit here. So let's give a key away. But Tass, thank you very much. We'll see you. We'll see you. We'll see you again soon. Thank you. Sounds good. All right. All right, so we'll bring D back in and uh, say, let's rock and roll. Let's give a couple of keys away, and then we can get back to uh, to Jason and uh, and Neoli. Let's give a couple of keys away to Ionia. Let's D, do you have your wheel ready? Dude, who are you talking we, to? Of course we have a quick cosplay sighting in chat. What is up, Becca? How are you doing? Uh, quick cosplay. She was out there with us, Jason, at... Uh, oh, absolutely. At, at PAX as well. And uh, yeah, she did fun. such a such a great job. I I would love to see her uh, as as Allegra or Conga right. as one of the. Characters. Oh my god, that right? would be we that we talked didn't yeah we did talk about that. She yeah. needs to do Allegra. That I think she that, needs better that, pictures needs... though. I couldn't find really good pictures of what the clothes she's wearing and stuff. She's like, I need better pictures. I'm like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna share. AKL help us out. She'll get all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so uh, let's pull up the wheel and give some keys away. Oh man, I haven't had the wheel on this screen in so long. It's not 4K anymore. What the hell? <laughs> I know, right? Oh no. Oh wait. Oh, Pepper. See this? We're on the next just, one, Pepper. Sorry. It's all That's Pad's right. fault. It's all Pad's fault. <laughs> it's gonna be uh, it's a bad. It's a, it's gonna be uh, Nibbleheim. <laughs> Nibbleheim's already on there. That's the funny part. Uh oh. Oh, oh, oh! System critical! Oh, nice! We need to, we, too, we, we, yeah, we, we need to talk some system critical too because their game is amazing and uh, I got a chance to check it out. And I think we need to feature this game next week, Todd. And I think we need to make a video. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's on my video list for sure. Yeah, I think we're going to do it try... next week because I'm on I'm out of town. But uh, yeah, maybe I'll try and do the video and then we'll talk about it uh, for next week because uh, they're a great dev and they got a really cool game. It's like um, what would what, um, what's that game? It's like uh, uh, Mega Mega, Mega Man. Mega, it's Mega Man. Man. It's exactly Mega Man in VR. It's so cool. Yeah, yeah. With like old school um, graphics. Yeah, for sure. But cool. Congratulations, System Critical. You got yourself a copy of Ionia on Steam. And then uh, let's do one more quick one, and then we'll uh, we'll just jump back into uh, into some of this interview. Good music choices. <laughs> so uh, quick cosplay. Becca says she's uh, she's gonna finish Eolia, and then she's leaning towards uh, Kanga. Yes. That makes yeah. I mean, that, yeah. she would make either one. She would do great. Oh what? Fourth ball. Oh, I can't miss it by her. Oh no, that's so funny. <laughs> that would have been great if he, if he, if she did win it. That would have been funny, right? But we can't take it away from fourth wall. Yeah, absolutely, that's right. That's right. Yeah, fourth wall breaker. Congratulations. All right, that's awesome, D. Thank you for getting the wheel set up. We will see you shortly. Peace. Peace out. Uh, that was a lot of fun, Jason. I'm glad we had a chance to jump into the multiverse. It's something we haven't done in a while, and uh, I'm glad we had a chance to do it while you were here, so you could kind of check it out. It's really cool, and uh, I like what they're doing with the uh, with the team over there, and they're really working on it. So, uh, I just Todd, like that take... it's a neat it's a neat way for people in our community to actually get together and talk. Like they can all talk to each other in there. Right. Like Hack the Game Cat said in chat earlier, he's like, "I'm going into the multiverse to have a beer and watch the show." So he just goes in there and <laughs> they just shoot, you know, chit chat and watch the show. I think it's awesome. Yeah, for sure. Todd, why don't you uh, kind of take over from here? I've been talking long enough, and uh, take over here and let's let's let's, let's move into from Eolia. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, let's move on to Eolia. Um, it's it's a very different game, mm -hmm. right? Like, uh, tell us about the process. Was it a conscious effort for you to take what you've learned from Ionia and make and, and use those shortcomings, if you will, to make them positive for Eolia? Or was it a start from scratch, let's just make something new? Oh, no, it's definitely a learning experience. And and actually, to tie in real quick, something I wanted to share uh, about Ionia before we, we hopped off is that 
you know, we're we're doing constant Ionia updates. Uh, you know, Ionia on Quest and uh, PSVR already looks better than it did at launch, and we're looking at a major update uh, uh, for an anniversary update um, that's looking to come out pretty soon. And we're you know we're looking to add extra things to find, basically not to completely side rail the what it is and what it's for, but ultimately just to add more to what it is, right? And so um, I, I don't want to give anything away, but there's yeah, gonna be a, gonna a bunch of fun little yeah. uh, tidbits that so anybody who played it a year ago I, I guarantee it'll be fun if you jump back in and there'll be more to experience um yeah it's like your anniversary means, update right you're gonna do an exactly anniversary update. and then exactly. you dropped your price too right oh yes yeah. so in lieu of uh aeolia we dropped the price of ionia to 899 uh we thought what? that was a little more appropriate that's it's been huge. out for a year how can you compare we shouldn't have the same price for a game that's 90 minutes compared to seven hours long right, yeah. uh, <laughs> right. And, and so and it also made sense a lot of the community that has been buying ionia and has been enjoying aeolia are looking for that type of game under the the, the sub ten dollar you know area so it made a lot of sense for us and we're happy we did and it actually has boosted the amount of copies we've sold since um, that being said, it, it already looks better. It's going to look even way better very soon for the anniversary update. So keep checking on that. But Todd, to answer your question, uh, we basically took everything we learned and, and, and a big part of that is optimization in the unreal engine, which is so important. It, it, it actually has applied to every other area of Rotu's business, uh, optimizing for virtual reality, uh, with the unreal engine has applied to virtual production, creating effects, uh, ultimately getting giant UE five and UE four scenes onto massive screens in LA and all across the world. And ultimately we took everything we learned from Ionia and particularly for Aeolia and just decided to do a game focused for uh, 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 hand tracking, right? And hands first gameplay. And that really was the, the sole driver it, is that the second game in the saga will be able to be standalone. It will have it, it will tie into Ionia. If you find collectibles in the game, they actually re refer to Ionia all over the game. There's little mentions of it, but you can play both games completely separately. And the team focused on taking the, the visual fidelity and quality we did on PC and getting even better at making that into a quest game, right? And focusing on how to get the optimization of a PC VR game into a quest. And then ultimately, and a lot of people don't realize this, when you're working with hand tracking, your your CPU and GPU utilization is even lower than a standard VR game. The moment you don't have controllers, there's a lot more the headset has to do to track those fingers. So we then had to work even with a more constrained box. And I and I think you both agree. And I think anybody who's played uh, the team at Row Two did a fantastic job of fitting all of that content in, you know, into that seven hours and into a hand tracking game. Uh, so that really was a big part of the transition was uh, is not just making the exact same thing and not completely doing something different, but learning one from all of the optim optimization techniques we learned through porting and, and PCVR, and then two, and something I didn't mention was the audience that we're focused on, right, is where Ionia is for casual VR users, Ionia is for casual VR users, Aeolia is going to, if you're not careful, have you fall off a 40-foot cliff. It's, uh, you know, we made sure in part of the saga and the journey of Rhythm of the Universe is nonviolent, right? And the, the game is focused around uh, uh, being creative with things that are other than shooting and or, or gore. So 
that being said, it's still not a game you want to necessarily put your grandmother into because there's a lot that can happen to you. There's a, uh, you get chased by giant tornadoes. You can be overtaken by sandstorms. You can fall from great heights. You can get trapped into, you know, secret locations. There's, there's a lot going on. Uh, not to mention much harder puzzles to the point where people will have to come back and keep it's, trying to get them. To it's work. hard, yo. It's don't, really think hard. You're gonna, don't think you're going to walk through this game. Don't think you're going to like be like, oh, it's like a cookie cutter puzzle. I it thought it was going to be a cakewalk when I started playing it. And I was There's like, challenge oh here, God. man. There's super challenge here, but it's never yeah. frustrating. It's always fun. Like I never got yeah. to the point where I was like, all right, I just don't want to do this anymore. It was <laughs> always something, um, you know, even and Todd's good at these games and he was like, all right, I'm stuck. <laughs> yes. I was like, hmm. Now what do I do? <laughs> and, and and like Todd, to your point, like uh like, like it was where in Ionia we had a Sakumba and all you had to play were three notes of like a one five one on it. You know, the, it, it directly relates to music theory, but ultimately played these very simple notes. You could get the elevator work in Ionia and Aeolia. It's like that on steroids, right? There's yeah. still music theory inspired puzzles, but just on a different level. Yeah. Uh, not to mention that we haven't had a single user yet find all 26 collectibles. So that's a challenge to uh, anybody out it. there. And there it's most certainly possible. Go get wow, it. that's exciting. And that's a challenge. Holy crap. I know some yeah. people in the community who will totally be all over that. And quick that was going to lead me into the next question, which was hand tracking. Let me just say quick cosplay said I had to message Jason at one point and get some inside info, I think. I know she told me that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God we know you, she Jason. So we can just message you. All right, Jason, give me your phone number so I can give it to everybody who has any questions about how to get through Eolia. <laughs> we also got the walkthrough on the website. If anybody gets super frustrated, as a bit of spoilers, it won't give you everything, but it'll get it'll get you through if you really need. And you to. did that. You did that smartly. Like that walkthrough is a PDF. It's not a vid visual walkthrough. So I think that limits the spoilers because it, exactly you you really have to read and understand what you're reading to put it and then put the headset on and try to figure out what it is that you know when you're watching a YouTube video and you're watching someone do a playthrough, you just memorize what he did and then go into the headset and do it. But with a written um, walkthrough, I think I think that was a smarter choice to make it, you know, still challenging, even though you kind of got a hint on what it is you needed to do next. Yeah, thank you. I mean, I wanted both options to exist because we already have people who have most of the game played through online. But if someone doesn't want to go and watch that, but also like to your point, still have some help, uh, a PDF is I, I we were thinking at Road to a good option. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think any other developers done that, to be honest. And it, I think it was smart. Nice. Yeah. It was actually uh, uh, we made it for QA. So uh, and then I was just like, hey, why not? Uh, <laughs> why not th right. throw this over to the public? Right. Yeah. Right. So hand tracking back to that. It was mm -hmm. it was always the default get go. This game has to have hand tracking or we're not making it type of scenario. Exactly. This was something that was a must uh, for us. We actually uh, uh, focused on pushing the boundaries of what hand, hand tracking can do in Unreal and focusing particularly on locomotion systems, right? We want to hopefully be the grandparent of locomotion systems for VR, or at least help Very influence unique. it in the right direction. Yeah. You do something that's super smart, though. Something I love about what you did. You made it playable with controllers at any time, yeah. which is super smart. Because there's yeah. some people that just don't get hand tracking, and they mm -hmm. don't want to get hand tracking. And that kind of game can frustrate people if they have to do it. So you, at any point in this game... If you feel you're not digging the hand tracking, you can literally just pick up your controllers and all of a sudden now you're using your controller. You don't have to go to a yeah. menu, no you don't have to back out, nothing. you don't have to break yeah. immersion, you're you're in it. Super smart. Kudos to you guys for doing that. Yeah.
Very Thank you. And, and to, yeah, that's a good point too. Sometimes people either fatigue or just frustration, whatever it might be. Uh, it, there are, and always for a while will be limitations be to hand dragging. Sorry. It could even be a lighting issue where they just, that their hands just aren't being picked up. And it's a quest problem, not nothing to do with the game. hundred percent. Right? right? right. Even if it you're not aware, the, time, the lights so. can work, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. You know, and um, one other really particular point, since we're on hand tracking in the locomotion, uh, you know, sh another huge part of Aeolia that, and shout out to Mike Hogue, lead developer over at Row 2, uh, magic of all things Unreal. He did a lot of interesting work with the fact that with most, most uh, hand tracking games and, and what's default out of the box, you know, when you're developing let's say you're climbing right and you grab a ledge and i look away right normally in most games i would drop right because the moment i lose confidence my hand's not holding it anymore uh mike did a great uh customization of of the hand tracking uh, 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 uh sdk and and we were able to get to a point where there's prediction throughout the game. So there'll be plenty of times when let's say you're riding the Largo and you look behind you and you're getting chased by a giant storm. You look back, you're still holding the reins because we've made it where obviously you would be right. Obviously you'd still be holding that, that, you know, that ledge when you're climbing there. And, and that's the case for dozens of other interactions throughout the game that would make sense to be done outside of the confidence that you would have with hand tracking. I can't imagine how frustrating it would be riding those elephants. I call them elephants uh, <laughs> and turning around and then having to find the, cause you're getting chased by, you know, 80 story tall tornadoes that are coming at you full bore. It's like nerve wracking. It's one, it's one of the coolest parts of the game. It's it really so is. And, and the controls are great. And, 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 and what, and to your point with the, with the climbing, you're right because anytime normally if you look if you're in hand tracking and you look away from your hand you lose your headset loses view of your hand it's gone i mean try try occlusion try put one hand in front of the other you lose it because it can no longer see it anymore your headset can't see the hand that's in front of the other so think about turning away completely from your headset that's a smart thing to try and fix because it's a, it's a something you're going to do because you're used to not having to do that but if you make hand tracking where you have to look at your hands, you limit to what you can do with hand tracking. So this is a smart thing to do. And the other thing I'll say be about hand tracking, and I'll let Todd continue. This is the best climbing game that I've ever played in VR. Yes. I have I have huge yeah, issues with a lot of games. Yeah. Bone Lab. Bone Lab needs to call oh. Rotu and say, come help oh, us because God, yeah, Bone yeah. Lab is a great game who can't get their freaking climbing right. They need to call Rotu and say, Guys, come teach us help, because this is, the, us. this is hand tracking and it's the <laughs> best climbing I've ever seen. Bone Lab uses controllers and they still screw it up. This <laughs> this game, guys, go play Yoli and, and climb. It's the best. It's as good as playing the game, the climb. I'm not kidding. Because it's better I hate because in the climb, you can't turn your head. <laughs> yeah, I you hate climbing. <laughs> climbing in VR can be so tricky because sometimes you think you're gripping and you don't grip and then you fall and you, how many times have you tried to climb a ladder in any vr game and you get three rungs up and then you go to grip and you're doing the same thing you did the last three times but this time for some reason it doesn't register and you lose and you lose it and you end up falling down it's annoying it doesn't happen here i don't know what you guys did but you did something amazing and it's freaking hand tracking and it's that <laughs> the, cl the climb should never use controllers ever again they should go right. to you guys and say teach us how to do this so we can make climb three with only using our hands 
Oh, I'm clipping that out. You, that, <laughs> I that's love pitch, that. It's in the oh, pitch man. deck, right? That's in the, that's the, the, the whole Rotu team's going to sleep easier tonight. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's true. And this is one of the big things that I came out of, of, of Paxson. When I did that demo, it was like, holy crap, man. This is so good, man. You know, and, and hand tracking is not easy. It's a, it's hard to do. And there's not a lot of, and, and there's not a lot of people doing it. So you don't have a lot of reference, right? You guys must've had to like invent some of this stuff on your own. I mean, you're, you're treading new territory here in a game. We did. Uh, we actually have, uh, I believe it's a, a developer blog uh, on at Meta as well as on our Medium website, on, on our Medium profile, uh, a full article that dives into just even a part of what we've done with hand tracking, written by Mike over at Road2, who did a majority of that work. He did a fantastic job this year, and we did. We had to really push the boundaries of what was possible uh, utilizing the existing software for hand tracking, even what the hardware could even do. Uh, um, and then also hands 2.0 that came out while we were in the process of developing was a huge help as well. Right. And, uh, ultimately though, that was the goal. And that's what we, I think we were originally, uh, and how we got on the topic, right. Is hand tracking had to be a must for this game because we wanted to have that focus and we really wanted to push the boundaries and be one of the first to do it. Yeah. And you, and are, you guys like, you're now the granddaddy of hand dragon. Yeah. So you guys killed it. You knocked yeah, it out of the park, it. really. And, it's it'll, one of the... and it'll be like that forever, right? Like, and the next game that comes out with hand tracking, every podcast, every review is going to be like, but they don't do it like Aeolia did it. <laughs> <laughs> I know you, you ruined it for everybody. <laughs> yeah, you ruined it for everybody, Jason. <laughs> everybody now has to step up their game big time. <laughs> And I played, man, our team and me personally, I just played every single hand tracking game, uh, but you know, while we were in uh, research and development mode and it just was, um, very frustrating to be honest. Right. I understand the sentiment. I even understand the sentiment of the people who play Aeolia and still are like, Hey, I'm not ready for it. Uh, the point though is it's amazing and it's going to get better. And even if it's not right for you now, it's most certainly going to at some point because these headsets yeah. are getting better. This hardware is growing. I think you guys are going to talk about it later on the podcast, some of the new headsets coming out. They are out of the box going to make this work better. And ultimately, this is a direction we need to go because just give it a try. Play Aeolia. And over the first few hours, you'll realize that there's some opportunities and, and times in which you actually prefer your hands over the controllers maybe the gripping because you actually make this grip motion. It feels very natural. Mm -hmm. And that's something I can dive into as well as to how some of those interactions uh, with hand tracking might be even better than controllers just because they are more natural. And most people in the world don't even know how to use a controller as gamers. We're all just shocked that someone doesn't know how to use a thumbstick, yeah. but right. most people don't. And most people don't even want to ever touch a controller. So once VR is more adopted, there's going to be a lot more need for hand tracking. Yeah. I'm just reading through chat here and traveling man says, can we play Eolia first, then play Ionia second after the update comes out? And Absolutely, I, per, I would suggest it. Yeah, that yeah. I was just going to say that is kind of like the, the suggested way right now because the update that's coming out in the next couple of weeks is enormous, and it's going to add so much more to the quest version of Ionia that play Eolia now, and then play the prequel if you want to call it that. Exactly, they are even though they're in the same universe, they're completely separate games. Yeah. Uh, one thing about our lore is that 
the the lands which the games are named after ionia doria phrygia lydia mixolydia uh, aeolia and locria these are modes of music this is the ionian mode of music and it even ties into the quality of what the ionian mode is it's c major if if people are musicians out there it's any major uh, uh dominant major chord uh, or or scale it's like the root the, the mother earth of of music and that's why it's a big a, a big jungle right whereas aeolia has qualities that are desert and a little uh um uh, uh, uh like the sound of the the aeolian mode does sound almost like a desert and that it's dry and there's something to miss and so the qualities of the actual modes of music that influence the lands even tie into what the game's uh, story is about right so we dive deep into music theory we dive deep into music mythology and lore and the symbols and everything that you know, encompasses music and music education, music theory. I was going to say, really people are going to learn about music without knowing that they're learning about music. You absolutely do. You yes. all actually played scales and yep. rhythm and did all sorts of things that you're learning in music class. Yeah. And this game is beautiful. And there are moments in it when you're doing some of these things that it will give you goosebumps. It's that, it's that amazing. It's that profound. It makes you feel it. It when any game can affect you, um, or again, I keep saying game. This is more of a game than Ionia, but it's it's more than just a game. It's an experience. There's several different levels on here with your with emotions and things that you can get out of this. It's it's different than than most every other experience that you'll go through. Um, and again, and it, you will you'll get those goosebump feelings because of the music and how it can affect you. And uh, it's just it's really really well done. And, and thanks for bringing up the soundtrack. It's something that we're very proud of as Berkeley College of Music grads. Music comes first. A lot yeah. of the music for Ionia and Aeolia were written before the game was ever made. And uh, we have an hour and a half soundtrack on Spotify, Apple nice. Music, wherever you get your music, our soundtrack's there. Please check it out. And uh, I think a lot of people could appreciate the soundtrack standalone from the VR game, standalone from anything else, because the music is absolutely fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. It's so good. Definitely check it out. Now, you you kind of said a few things there that I heard. You said some other names of other ecosystems. Yeah. Is the it are these of Roku. are these other games? <laughs> can, can you, you know, can you shed I, any light I, on this? My my dream and and my goal and it's it's working out already is to really potentially turn this into uh, a series of games that all tie into the universe of rhythm of the universe and the and the music mythology that that plays throughout all of them but to have each game be based around one of the lands right so i can you know i something i can say is that most likely the third game is going to be a game called lydia that's going to be underwater and the only thing yeah. i would like to hint about that is we're going to push the boundaries of another area of vr right so you know super casual oh, there it is super casual <laughs> first time vr users one of the most beautiful games for pc vr right focusing on the, some of the best hand tracking whereas with lydia um you know i'm you know the team has you know dabbled in the idea that maybe diving into uh multiplayer and and, and sort of like the racing of the largo was pretty cool and so yeah there some, some synergy there and and i i won't say more but uh we have oh yeah <laughs> that's I, super I, cool. I, I just dropped the uh, Spotify uh, soundtrack into uh, chat nice. so you guys can check that out. It's the Eolia original soundtrack. So that's, that's so cool. cool. That is big news. I, I'm really yeah. looking forward to the 
to this series. I remember, I think I remember correctly, um, and correct me if I'm wrong. Um, when this, when, when Ionia first came out, uh, on PC, was it set to be just a trilogy? Um, uh, no, uh, we, we've, we've teased all sorts of ideas internally. We've, we, and, and, you know, maybe it will be a trilogy. Maybe later it'll be the last one. Um, you know, uh, a desert, uh, jungle and water seems like a pretty cool trilogy, but if our community wants it and it makes sense for us to keep going, we have a lot more of the story to tell. And there's going to be a way that we, I think it's very clever and it's going to take a series of years, but these stories are going to tie together more and more in a way that everyone's going to get their mind blown about. Uh, and then I also, we have our eyes on, especially since it is a part of our business, maybe other areas of entertainment. <laughs> maybe you'll start to experience the Rhythm of the Universe saga other than just the live shows we did, the VR games we made. Maybe they're going to be somewhere else, too. D, what do you want? She says she's, she's putting stuff in her. What do you want? She wants a turtle. <laughs> I want a turtle. <laughs> in, the next turtle. Game, in the next game, you want a turtle? You said water, so I'm like, oh, I love turtles, man. Have you seen our Pantois in Ionia? Do you love turtles? I love turtles. I haven't. She hasn't been oh, in Ionia yet. We she's have got, a giant, to... epic turtle in in Ionia that you actually yeah. ride and go on this like Disney underwater or this Disney ride quest on. Oh, cool! You have to bow yeah. to it to actually uh, get it to ride your back. You know what? The, you yeah. know what's cool, Jason? Maybe we could hook thee up with a key because she just got her PC. So she, oh. she just she literally just got her PC I, it, like it's, this past week. It's beautiful. Yeah, Say no more. I got you. Say no more. Oh. You got it. I would love there for you, you to D. play it as soon as you can. And then we'll talk and then we'll talk about the turtle. <laughs> I like so let's let's do this. Before we get we we just have like a couple of quick questions for you to finish up. But what I want to do real quick is is Todd, are you ready for that that you just popped in there? This is Eolia, yeah. Yeah, can we just show we want to show the trailer real quick? Sure, yep. Haven't you? There are some storms in life that are too big to face. Who are you to do something about it? We each have a book to play. Hell yeah, that's the way to make a trailer right there. Right, that's... it just makes me smile the whole time I'm watching. Hell yeah, I've seen it like twenty times and I just can't stop smiling every time I watch it. So good. Yeah, it was it was a choice to like, do we go mixed reality or do we just go cinematic gameplay? Right, and oh man, that this was, was that was a, that was a lot of work with the team. That was fun. 
Oh yeah, again, goosebumps, goosebumps. I mean that that and and the game looks exactly like that, guys. When you're in there, the the Quest Two version's amazing looking. It's one of the best yeah. looking games on the Quest Two I've ever seen. Where Ionia gets a little flat, it's a little wallpapery. Eolia is not. Eolia has texture. You feel like you have depth to everything. It's gorgeous. Uh, it's just such a. And you guys did this in a year. Yeah, and we made we this did, I don't know. in a year. I, it was the it was the most work I've ever done in my life in one period of time. It was <laughs> insane. I oh, especially the QA process. Oh, oh man, I I've learned so much. I would never, uh, I, you know, I would never give it up. It taught me so much. But I am so happy that I got to take a little breather. And honestly, I didn't. I say that now. <laughs> like, the did. moment we released, it's just been even more ramping it up. But it's not like in the engine with the team every day trying to fix every little thing. And and I'm not sure uh, um, if when you all played and also for the, the community, we did a big old update, I think about a week and a half, two weeks ago, where we increased the visual quality of the entire game. We fixed any little thing that was uh, mentioned in the chats and, and uh, in the comment sections. We added more to the game. Uh, we also are working on rolling out every two weeks more updates. And I also saw someone in the chat ask, uh, oh, where was it? Oh, they're going by so fast. Um, someone yeah, I know, had a right? question about, oh, is there an indicator for the 26 Easter eggs? Yes. So in the game, you get a journal that, uh, excuse me, a journal and a satchel. Your satchel allows you to hold and, and pull out and, and keep inventory and on the far right side of that satchel you'll see a list of easter eggs and it tells you how many you have and, and that there's 26 of them to find can you explain real quick the movement how you because somebody had asked how do you move in with a with yeah. a hand tracking game so maybe if you That's could just so explain explain how you move from spot to spot in, in, with a hand tracking game would love to and <laughs> we even tried to focus around it in a conducting way, right? So we wanted to try and keep everything in a music S style. So uh, imagine whenever you pinch, you, you create a joystick and that when you drive away from that joystick with the pinch, that then takes your character or, or you as a user forward or in whatever direction from on a, on a pinwheel you are going in whatever direction your fingers go away from the initial pinch, right? So I pinch here. If I push forward, my player moves forward. And that's with the left hand. With the right hand, it actually turns me or snaps me, whatever degree I've chosen in options that is both in-game through your journal or in the main menu. And so I then drive myself directionally with my left hand, and I turn with my right hand. I also jump with my right hand by by pinching and pulling up. So if you ever watch someone in the headset outside of the game, <laughs> they look like they're almost doing a sort a of a conducting. Yes. That's, that's, that's what I was going to say. Idea. It felt like for me when I was playing, like with the movement, hand movements and everything, I'm like, you know, Jason Parks, you're so sly. Look at you. Sneaking all this music theory into our The jump is super cool, people. So, I mean, just the jump, because again, you just grab that point in space and you flick like this. And you just jump, and it's it's so natural. It feels so good. It's like tough, effortless. Dude. Yeah, like like I tried it in the middle of PAX, in a, and you know, in a in a little tiny that booth. That, and PAX had the shittiest lighting, lighting in the world. Oh my had god, the shittiest lighting. Like Jason had like he had to like get lights and stuff to make this booth work. <laughs> AK had and to go I'm to the store th twice, didn't she? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm in the middle of this 
floor and I'm doing this, you know, you, and you don't have a ton of time, right? You're, you know, when we actually even did like a quick interview there too. So I didn't have a ton of time, but literally I, in seconds you're doing it, you know, you, it's quick. It's not something it takes a long time to get adjusted to or work with. You're, you're, you do it for a few minutes and it's, it's just, it's just, it's a natural motion after that. Yeah. It took seconds to master. Really? Oh, oh man. There's so, so cool. There's so much about the game I want to share. It's like and like the chat's even asking, the chat's asking about our UE5 projects. I oh, mean, I there's so much to talk about. I, I I don't know how long you guys go, but like we uh, may have you to, know, we haven't have to have you come back for another episode. <laughs> yeah, I got a whole I mean, we didn't even talk about the virtual production. We didn't talk it, you well, know, shout out to uh uh, uh Amir Saraman, uh co-founder of Road to if anybody's interested, check out a, a, a video called uh Luminescent UE5 short. So it, cool. Well, let's talk about because I don't want to not talk about that. So let's let's nice. do that because Row Two has their hands in a lot of different stuff, and and you guys are very um, diversified in what you do. And I think that's another testament to what you know what you guys are able to pull off, and and the amount of talent that you have in your team. So tell us a little bit about Row Two's video production side. So it was uh, probably during the production of Ionia when we realized that hey some of our previous roots and you know video editing and, and and production maybe is starting to apply to what we're doing now and and the skills were growing and we realized that optimizing for virtual reality was the same things we needed to do inside the engine to create virtual production sets right so out in hollywood if everyone knows uh probably mandalorian or any of the major films coming out uh, some, if not all of those shots are being done against a giant LCD panel screen, right? We're talking like 80 feet high or eight, you know, 40 feet high, 80 feet wide, uh, sometimes even bigger than that. And ultimately they're filming actors and, and, and doing that against the screen instead of a green screen, right? And there's a lot of value to doing this, everything from pre-visualization and the actors being able to see the environment they should be in to some of the techniques you can get from that. And also the iteration time, like that that plant needs to be red, not blue, right? You can do that immediately in, in UE5. So we've been utilizing a lot of the optimization in virtual reality to make really beautiful, hyper-realistic scenes fit these screens. And that being said, I would like to shout out uh, Orbital Studios. You can check out orbitalvs.com. We work very closely with them on several projects. They have a, a series of studios throughout the country and ultimately are, are really killing it in the virtual production space right now. And we've worked on several projects associated with, with that, uh, uh, that company as well as many others. And uh, Luminescence, uh, Luminescent is a UE5 short, we wanted to also publicly just provide people with uh, some of the quality that we're doing because much of the work we do in virtual production, I can't talk about, unfortunately, NDAs and such. Uh, mm -hmm. So it, we wanted to start showing the community what we're actually doing behind the scenes. And Luminescent was something that Amir, primarily by himself and some of our music team put together uh, in a very short period of time. Uh, and ultimately that is what we're good at is doing virtual production, virtual art department services in a fraction of the time most companies are doing it. What takes someone a month, we can do it in a few days. It's amazing that you have a whole team that's just just doing this stuff, right? I mean, 
It's crazy. Uh, and they and they cross. A lot of our VR team is working and and ultimately we we do have different departments and they do have different people in them, but a lot of uh especially with a small startup, right? We're putting on different hats. Yeah. Love it. Absolutely. I have love a it. luminescent EU5. Yeah, let's take a look. Ready to rock if you want to look at that. Yeah. Yeah. Moisture. over track is awesome <laughs> yeah shout out to simone and our team that's awesome right there <laughs> by the way all ue5 no compositing no nothing this is straight out of the engine this is actually even using a headset. Realistic camera shape. Oh my god. Also, the creature you're about to see uh, was uh, uh, was co-created with Neville Page. Uh, he's the VFX artist for Avatar uh, and a bunch of other AAA films that that we've all seen. Wow. wow. Look at that. The bioluminescence looks real. God. What? D, you're freaking out already. He's I don't know. It's pretty, but then, uh, okay, I was expecting it to be right up the back. 
damn. I have a feeling I'm gonna get scared. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he doesn't like the dark. That was uh, that was unpaid in a week. Just wait till row two starts to show you what we're doing uh, with our larger projects. So cool! Oh my God, D about <laughs> pissed herself. Yeah, <laughs> just a disclaimer there, right? Oh my God! I forgot to say that. That is amazing. That is amazing. That's all done in, in UE five, right? Unreal five. Yeah, yeah. all all that... UE five. Not a and nothing else. Literally just straight from engine. Over a hundred thousand views in in a month uh, of release. Or yeah. Two months. The future of 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 gaming and and experiences and and anything you can do, whether it be VR flat, is so crazy. It's gonna get insane. Oh, I with mean, Lumen and Nanite. Oh man, and I like. With the new 5.1 or 5.2, I think 5.1 update, we might we're we're starting to play with the idea that Lumen and Nanite might start working in VR. That's actually oh, something Row Two is just every moment waiting to to play with, and and is really a goal of ours. Is uh, and and this is outside of my team. This is just personal. What I would love to start working on is the idea of what can you do with a game, or maybe even an experience that uses space warp. Uh, for the Quest 2 alongside Lumen and Nanite in a future UE5 version that works well with VR, we might start to push the boundaries of what a Quest 2 or a future Quest headset could possibly see. We might get close to that realistic world we all want. That's crazy. That's, That's crazy. it. That's Matrix. I'm, I'm, keep me in. I'm, I'm not, I don't need to leave. <laughs> that's yeah. what I'm, I'm... All my Hug skills, my whole career is, is heading toward that. That's all I want to work on. Oh man, it looks so good. I I I absolutely love what you guys are doing. I mean, again, you're the the, the team you have is so talented, and uh, man, I'm just super impressed with what you guys are doing. I cannot wait for for Lydia and and then whatever else you guys decide to do. Because here's the thing, I do know, whatever you guys decide to do, it's going to be special and it's going to be amazing. That's just where I've come. That's what I've come to find out and what I've come to see from from knowing you, you know, and 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 seeing what you guys have done, you know, in the past. Can thank you, you us, thank you can you give us any uh sneak information perhaps on uh, the board games and stuff that you have coming out i know Ooh. it's not vr related but i'm a big board game junkie and uh, i'm a little excited about these run. i was just questioning if i should bring this up because <laughs> i'm so eager to share too and this is the brainchild of mike i keep bringing mike up i gotta bring him up again <laughs> Uh, this genius. We need a picture of Mike so we can hold him up. Yeah, exactly. Mike should be on here. We, we got to bring him on the next time we're, we're on. Like, I, I'll bring Mike with me. Uh, but, uh, you know, I think he was watching a documentary or something uh, online one day and, and, and got the idea that like, oh man, maybe I can create the, uh, I can create the ancient, all the most popular ancient board games of the past 6,000 years. Right. Uh, um, for example, uh, there's uh, um, Egyptian Sinet. There is uh, Viking chess. Uh, it's I always I always nice. it. I think murder like the awful, name. It's yeah. awful. Something <laughs> like that. Uh, uh, and and six others, right? Eight all together. And 
they're not hard. They're actually akin to like many of the games we play now. Like, sorry, I, one of them is basically the rules of sorry. And you, we have this game called Ancient Board Games. Right now, we're working on its development. Uh, uh, please support us if you're interested. Uh, this is something that is currently in development. We don't have a release date. Uh, we've just started talking about it. And it's going to be uh, the uh, like, like a blend of of like the quality you get from clubhouse games with Nintendo, right? Just the ease of it, the usefulness of it. And then combine that with just super high quality UE5 graphics and, and capabilities. And we want to include, and obviously it's going to be multiplayer, right? So you'll be playing yeah. against uh, friends and foe. It'll also have AIs that you can learn how to play and get better at. There, We want to include a bunch of, uh, of, of just like amazing historical elements that you can add to your inventory, maybe even to your own clothing, right? If you beat, uh, uh, like if you beat Sinet, right, maybe you get uh, a historically replicated Pharaoh's outfit, right? Or, or something oh, yeah. that is relevant yeah. to whatever time period you in the Vikings, right? Like yes, you, yeah. you can just get, you get just decked out with Vikings. The more you play yeah. it, uh, as well as creating like, uh, in uh, a certain uh, level of currency and and diving into the historic currencies of those times and and maybe having a way that we play with that well to get point is is that we are currently developing this game we're looking to uh, uh really lock down which platforms it'll it'll release on and ultimately how you'll be able to uh interact with it and we'll be sharing that all soon but right now it's just something the the team is working on and i can't wait to share more in the future yeah cool yeah you guys are doing you, you should get you should do something else you guys are kind of lazy you're really yeah, not you doing can. enough i know it's, <laughs> it's just like we really gotta get our shit together i know right oh <laughs> Oh my god you guys are doing everything so virtual strangers west from virtual strangers says uh it's confirmed to work in vr uh as of about a week ago that is lumen and nan idea yes. talking about it's just not on yes. standalone yet oh i so uh, i should have uh and, and thanks for uh straightening that out virtual strangers uh i what i meant is like how stable is it right like can can i package this and play it you know a uh, hundred times over without it just completely falling apart i mean <laughs> yeah, the right, point exactly. is is just it, we got to get that qa process going we got to see what's really working well and how it's working yeah, I mean, just the fact that somebody's doing, you know, thinking about doing this is is exciting news. You know what I mean? Trying to do this mm -hmm. and, and get it set up right. So, yeah. uh, either way, the future is going to be insane, and I'm really looking forward to it. And uh, Jason, <laughs> thank you for being here, man. Thank you for for staying so long and, and doing this. And literally, I, we could probably keep this going in like another two hours. I mean, we need to have you back again <laughs> just to kind of like you know go over some of the other stuff because there's so much going on at, at Row Two and. Man, I just we didn't uh, even get into jam theory. We didn't get into oh, some yeah. of the new stuff that's coming out. Like I got I yeah, a million more questions for you. So Seriously, man, we need, we're yeah, when you when time. you have more time when you're when you're just hanging out, you know, eating popcorn on your sofa, come back in and talk to us again and <laughs> and uh we need to do this again for sure. Oh, it was my pleasure. I absolutely had a blast speaking with all of you. This has been incredible and 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 I hope you'll have me again. I can't wait to be back on. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. We should uh, before you go though, we should give we should give your, your the um, the Eolia keys away because that's yes. I think that's what everybody wants right now is the Eolia keys. So let's that's do that. True. D, are you ready? These are like, it's me that's not ready. <laughs> Look, I know how the system works now. I just don't like to go to D for these things. <laughs> <laughs> Castle Haas says, great interview. Thank you, man. It was a great interview. It's easy to do these interviews when you have somebody who's like very so interesting to talk about. It's like, I just like to let Jason do his thing. I can just sit here and sit back and relax. <laughs>
All right, so this is going to be a quest key, uh, quest two key for Eolia, and um, and yeah, you can go play it right tonight if you want. Or yeah, exactly. Keys. After the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, after the show. Yeah, don't leave the show. Yeah, right. Nobody gets their keys until they leave the show. <laughs> Jason, can you help us with our wheel? Can you help us make it into UE five and have it look yeah. as cool as that video? <laughs> Oh, uh, I make it better. Oh my God! Tech. Oh, is it sad? No. Uh, techno glitch. Nice. Oh, it's been forever since techno glitch won anything. Glitch Technological glitch. <laughs> awesome! Congratulations, Tech. You probably won one of the best games that I've played this year uh, for the Quest Two. So, congratulations. And <laughs> Bradley says, "Thank God." I think that means because it wasn't him. Bradley always seems to win these things, and he's like, you know, because he's a creator, he gets all these games. So he's like, yeah, just give it to somebody else. Uh, no rerolls today, absolutely. All right, let's do one more and uh, and give this amazing game to one more person. Okay. <laughs> I love the Nintendo one. Just, who's just, just me? I don't know that one. <laughs> it's just me. It's just me. <laughs> Congratulations, just me. You just won yourself a key to Eolia. And uh, thank you so much for donating these keys tonight. Um, it was nice of you to, to, you know, to give four lucky people a chance to play these two, you know, sp special games. And again, Ionia. It is a beautiful game, and if you have a PC and you're going to get in there on Steam, I, I put every new person that I can into this game just because it's so gorgeous. It's so it's so good. Um, some of the later parts when you, you're doing certain things, you're like feeding these animals, and there's these. I, I can't even. It just gets so good. D, you're gonna D. It's gonna blow you away. You're gonna love it. Yeah, yeah. It's Spoiler so good. Alert. But again, Jason, thank you for being here, man. Thank you for staying so long. We really appreciate it. We really will do this again. Uh, I'm glad that uh, that you're a friend of the channel now, and uh, and and you have uh, open open floor to come back here anytime you want. Oh, oh, thank you so much for having me again, and uh, I can't wait to be back. Absolutely, take it easy. Have a great night. We'll <laughs> talk man. soon. Thanks for coming. That was so much fun. Um, literally, I could, <laughs> I could talk to Jason like this was like it was at PAX too because we we went to PAX and we met we met Jason at his booth and we were talking to him there about Eolia. But we he you know he we went out like at, to the after parties every night and he was there every night and, and we, I, every I would night. just sit there and talk to him for an hour about you know AK as well. She was just yeah terrific. yeah yeah just AK who works so on the passionate. team who's been in chat. She was there as well and she designed all the costumes for these games and she's so smart. Um, you know, we didn't get a chance to really talk too much about her, which I was remiss to do and we'll have to do next time. But I talked to AK about how she designed all the costumes and, 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 and the, the costumes are amazing. If you look at these games and, you know, you, that's kind of the thing that you kind of overlook is, yeah. you know, is, is designing costumes for video games. You know, people win awards for them for, you know, in movies, but there's just as much that has to go into them in video games. And, uh, it was so good. Uh, yeah, she did such a great job. And, uh, Babster says Jason's passion uh, is infectious, and I can only imagine the game. He is. I mean, he, he, when 
I, I've had a, I've had a very lucky opportunity to be able to talk to him a lot for the last you know month or two, even after PAX. And he, the way he is during this was during this interview is the way he is every time I meet with him. He always has a great smile on his face, super high energy, always yeah. smiling, always yeah. in a good mood. Like we saw him a lot in Seattle. And Seriously, he's just the greatest guy ever. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not just saying he, that because he's in chat. The guy is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't you tell him this when he was here? Why do you got to wait till he leaves? Just, I didn't want to make nice him blush, here. man. I didn't want to embarrass the man. Come on, come on, come on. Uh, but seriously, that was so much fun. And uh, D, that was good, right? It was. You're going to do some Ionia? Heck yeah. Should we watch that see video the turtle, man. Should we watch that video again? Just <laughs> D literally almost pissed herself. I swear. She no, was, dude, he, it was leading. On. It was leading up to don't it, cry, so she was cry, getting all cry, tense, and you could see cry. she was getting all tense. <laughs> and you knew I, I it was moved coming. the mic away from me because I'm like, yeah. it just sounds like something's gonna jump. So I'm like, oh yeah, it was too, too funny. funny. But no, yeah, that was great. That was traumatizing, great. dude. I'm traumatized. Polish Hammers is Jason. Great interview. Um, yeah, everybody is just absolutely loving it uh, in chat. And uh, oh, Jason, thank you. Jason just dropped a super chat, chat of ten dollars into the chat and said, Thanks. "Oh, anyway, so, uh, that's heck awesome. yeah, man! Thank you so much for the super chat. We really appreciate it. That's awesome. And uh, yeah, that was it was one of the best interviews I've ever done. I, I, I yeah, that was cool. Just hearing about everything like that and watching those watching those trailers are amazing too. Fourth Wall Breakers is great interview as well. Uh, Fabster's an awesome B. interview. <laughs> what did Michelle B say? Uh, did you save the scream as a soundbite? <laughs> no, we should have. Yeah, right, I should. Oh darn." I'll just no, make one up. Funny. I don't know. What? Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> so we got a oh few topics. Yeah. yeah, we got a few topics to talk about. It. We're getting we, you know, this that that will, you know, we're we're already a little bit in here, but I do want to touch on a few topics. Yeah. And and Todd, I'm kind of going to let you talk a little bit about um, D Link and Airbridge, um, because we were both very interested about D Link and Airbridge. And I will tell you this: I have very good Wi-Fi. I have a Wi-Fi 6 router. I have a very good router. It's a, it's a very expensive router. Um, I did this because I wanted to be able to use AirLink, and I wanted to be able to make sure I can stream with AirLink and not have to use my cords. I was right. playing um, I was playing After the Fall this morning at 9 a.m. You play After the Fall? Hell yeah, bro. I, I didn't know you played that game. 9 a.m. this morning. <laughs> this, is how, this is how freaking addicted I am. Wes messaged me. He says, me and Michelle are going to do a run. I'm like, a little break in between meetings. <laughs> Let's jump into some after the fall. So 9 a.m. and I'm running. I'm like, I don't want to hook everything up. I don't want to run all my wires. I just want to, I'm not streaming. I just want to do it. I just want to get in. I want to, I want to put AirLink on and I'm going to be fine. I still get freaking issues, dude. I, I'm still getting lag. I still get some screen tearing every once in a while where the, where the screen lags and I turn my head, I get a little black. I get black edges around the, the border every time I turn my head left or right. Um, it doesn't happen all the time, but it happens enough that where I have, I'm like, well, I shouldn't have these issues. You know what I mean? So now I don't know if this is an issue with my Wi-Fi or, or what it is, but if, because again, I have good Wi-Fi. I have really good Wi-Fi. My, my router is right here in the room. I have a Wi-Fi 6 router. I have no idea if D-Link is even helping. It's not even for me. You know what I mean? I have no idea well, if it will help D me or not. It will help you. I'll tell you that right now. Okay. Tell, tell us about D-Link, Todd, because I know you were talking to them and you're going to try and get one to review. Yeah, I'm talking to them because exactly. I want I want to see one. I want to play with it. I might have to buy it because it's D-Link and who knows if they're going to send me one. But um, it it creates a dedicated wireless network to your PC. No interference. No, like I have a very smart house. Everything in my house you can talk to. Every television, radio, light switch, 
um, lights, things on the outside of the house. I can tell my house to water the lawn. I can do anything I want in my house. So I have a ton you, of interference. What, what do you think? You're better than me because you can tell your house to mow <laughs> <No>. the lawn? <laughs> I, I just have a ton of interference because everything is on a Wi-Fi channel. So my router is right behind this green screen here, which you can't see. But it's right here, 10 feet away from me. And I play wirelessly AirLink to my computer, which is 10 feet over here. And I constantly have issues. When you hook up this dedicated wireless network, it's going to work like your mouse works. You don't get interference with a Wi-Fi mouse because it's the only thing on that signal. So it's just going to work. It's going to work hmm. way better. I don't know if it's $99 going to work. Right. It's honestly not that big of a price. I think it's fairly priced. $79.99 is, is the price I, ex I expected it to be. Hmm. Um, it's, it's not going to help the guy that's using virtual desktop outside of his house. Right. But it will help the guy that's using AirLink in his basement. That'll, it'll work. Yeah. I, I just, I just, we just shouldn't have, at this point, I mean, I st we still have AirLink issues, which is kind of like baffling to me. Um, Wes says, I can't, I couldn't even get wired link, um, wired link to work um, at all the last time I tried. Really? You couldn't get wired link? Oh, wow. Wow. Onakazi says, what router and where? Um, you, you're asking me that or Todd, um, my router is right here, about seven feet away from me. And, uh, it's, I don't remember what it exactly is. It's a ACE. I think it's a ASICS. ASICS. I have the like Netgear that. Orbi network on Akazi. It's the 5G mesh network in my house. So we have like, or Wi-Fi six routers all over the house. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think this is a great thing. Yeah, I have an Asus router. Um, that's what I have. An Asus RT RTX86U is what I have. An Asus RTX86U. It's an expensive router. I mean, it's 100. I think it's like 200 bucks or something like that. Um, Alakazam says, "Do you need a Wi-Fi six router for the D-Link thing?" No, that's the whole point. Is you don't even need Wi-Fi in your house anymore. You'll plug this into your computer. Your headset will Wi-Fi connect to that D-Link dongle and it'll be its own Wi-Fi network to your PC. So you don't need Right, so it's actually not going to use it's not going to use your Wi-Fi. It's not going to nope. use your home Wi-Fi. It's going to nope. it's going to basically link itself directly to the computer. Right. So your yeah. like to do updates and stuff, your computer will do all that. You won't need a Wi-Fi network. And this is for PC VR titles. So the computer handles everything. This D-Link thing is strictly to create a an isolated connection between your headset and the computer. Yeah. Bluebell says $99 on the store, Todd. I think Todd was saying he was thinking it was going to be $79.99 is what yes. he meant, right? Yeah. He, yeah. he knew, he knows it's 99, but I think you were, th you were hoping or thinking it was going to be 79. Cause that's where you bought, you think the price should be. Yeah. I, 79 bucks is what I kind of, is what I thought it would come out at, but 99 bucks is not that far off. So yeah, you, you can tell they're looking for the sub hundred cause no one likes to see the three digit number when they're buying shit. So. Yeah. I mean, if you have issues, you know what I mean? Uh, now, I still don't think I could stream with this thing. I don't know. Maybe I could. I don't know. It's possible. Uh, I mean, if I didn't have to use a, a, a link cable, I, it would be great. I probably wouldn't. Um, but I just always end up doing it again because a lot of time I'm streaming. And, and if I'm going to stream, I need to have, I can't have lag. I can't have that breakdown. I can't have any issues. Um, so I ended up just linking with a link cable anyway. But, you know, I mean, damn, I have 
I have 48 Bobo batteries. <laughs> I could play VR for three days if <laughs> yeah, I wanted right? to straight. That's the other thing. It'd be nice yeah. to be able to do that and use it. And I end up not even ever using my Bobos because I'm always linked. You know, it'd be nice to not have to do it. So, um, I, I mean, I'll, I'll, I, we're going to try it. Todd's probably going to get it. I'll probably get it. We'll tell you guys if it's worth it. You know what I mean? Because it's 100 bucks. It's not cheap. But, it you know, that's say Quest what... only, even on their website. But it's a Wi-Fi network, like a dedicated Wi-Fi network. I don't know what D-Link could do to make it not work with with a Pico, for example. Yeah. I, I don't see how it's quite is it only. Is it software bound at all? Like, like it shouldn't is, be. Do you, do you need, do you need to download any, you might need to download a piece of software with it. Maybe that's why it's, um, that's why it's. Well, you'll definitely a... have to run software on your computer to run it for sure. Cause then you'll right. set up the SSID for it and the password for it and all that shit. Yeah. So that's one of the, maybe, maybe it's software bound. That's why it locks it out of any using it on any other, from any a, other headset. From a Wi-Fi technical standpoint, like from one end to yeah, the other. It should work. Anything Wi-Fi should work. Like yeah. if you connected a phone to it, it would connect. It's not going to do anything, but it would connect. Whereas your, uh, <laughs> your quest would, so. Brad says made for meta licensing goes burr. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that's Karina Stimson says, what is the D link dongle called? Um, it's so uh, the called D-Link the air bridge. Yeah. yeah. D link D links D links is the name of the company and the air bridge Wi-Fi dongle is the name of the, uh, of the unit. But it, very interesting. It's, it, this is going to help a lot of people. Think about anybody who doesn't have a great Wi-Fi signal in their house or, or somebody who is away from their Wi-Fi router who has always had issues. This is going to help a lot of people um, for sure. And, and we'll definitely try it out and we'll let you guys know. 100%. Drop the link um, just now to the yeah. store so you can check it out. So I did want to touch on this. So it's nice that we have Brad here in chat because he's been kind of saying this all along and and uh upload did come out the other day and david he, david heaney was talking about um the quest threes g you know the, the quest three has been leaked out by by bradley and and some things are coming out now about the quest three and um they're talking about the G, gpu here and uh, david heaney did an um did a, a um a piece on it and upload saying the quest three gpu may be twice as powerful as the quest two and the pico four and brad had touched on this uh, when he uh, sat down with myself and virtual strangers the other day, talking about the the uh, the Qualcomm XR2 Snapdragon chip being a generation two. So basically, what the, what the way Brad told us was, you know, Qualcomm is not going to rename it the XR3 or four or five. They're going to go with generation. It's going to be the XR2, but it's going to be a generation two XR2 chip. Um, so yeah, I mean, so Brad was talking the other day that this is going to be a stronger chip. It's going to be better. So a lot of people were kind of down on the quest three, Todd, because they're saying it's not a big enough jump. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's not, um, yeah, but those are the people who haven't read the technical papers and haven't read the details. Like just because it's still an XR2 chip doesn't mean it's the same XR2 chip at all. Right? Yeah. Like they've had I7 processors in windows computers, PCs for, I'm going to say 13 years <laughs> and the I seven from 13 years ago is not the same as an I seven from today, even though they're called the same thing. Yeah, totally exactly. Different. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And Brad says upload VR did their article uh, after I did the dedicated video talking about it. And yeah. And absolutely. They dropped this video on the fifth or this uh, article on the fifth, which was, you know, it was after even, you know, we sat down and talked about it on virtual strangers. And that's kind of why I brought this up is, you know, Brad has been talking about this for a while that this is this was going to be the case. So I'm I was a little surprised that people thought 
the quest three was not a big enough jump uh from the quest two because i think we are going to see um quite a bit of a jump here and 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 i am looking forward to the quest three more than uh, more than a lot of people are like a lot of people were kind of down on it todd i mean i was I hearing actually the, thought the quest pro was coming with the gen 2 processor as well is i think it is i think it is i think it is it's it's going to be um the pico 4 that does not have the gen 2 the pico oh. 4 is still using the regular so i think you're going to see the quest if brad's in chat he can he can correct me if i'm wrong but i believe the 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 quest pro will have the gen 2 um um xr2 snapdragon chip in it so and Pico um, 4 is only Gen 1. Well, I guess it's coming it up is. now. So, yeah, yeah, that yeah. Makes sense. That makes sense. That's just yeah, so, that yeah, I, I just, I bring this up now just because, again, I I find it funny that a lot of people were kind of, um, kind of, you know, just kind of down on the Quest 3 and thinking that it was going to be, um, you know, uh, not not a big enough upgrade or not a, you know, not a big enough jump. And, um, you know, if... You know, if you're talking twice as powerful as the current Quest 2, um, I think that's a pretty big jump when you're talking about a mobile headset chip. Yeah. Especially with everything else that, that they're putting inside of it. Now, you, you, you got to remember, this: all this stuff could change. This is all, you know, this is all leaks. This is no official announcements. You know, you know we don't know when we're going to see a Quest 3. Uh, it's very possible that they get halfway through this thing and, and switch directions or change you know, change what they decide to do and go in a completely different direction. Um, so I think we have to kind of wait and see. But for me, I think this is kind of good news. I, I'm looking forward yeah. to what and uh, what the Quest Three could be, and I think this is a significant enough jump. And you know, the the fact that Qualcomm is partnering up with Meta now for you know for a, a, another big contract is is going to be a good deal. Um, Brad says it, it's a market it's a marketing mishap. Quest Pro likely not with the full yeah. Gen Two. Okay. Looks Looks like Quest One or Quest Two and Pico are the twenty one thirty P chip. Quest Pro will be the twenty one fifty P chip, and the Quest Three will be the twenty two thirty. Okay, which is the see. This is why I have to stop talking about this stuff when if Brad's not here. I just need to have him. Brad, do you want to come and join our show every week and help me with this? Related back, related back to (laughs) Intel processors. Everybody knows computer parts. It's the 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 Quest Two and Pico are like the i five processor, where the Quest Pro will be the i seven processor. Both of them are tenth gen. If you want to, right? Same family of processor. One's just better than the other one. Yeah, yeah. Whereas the the Quest Three will be a you know twelfth gen i seven processor. So yeah. Again, I I almost wish they would do what they would change. I always think I was telling I was saying this to Brad on on Sunday uh, for Virtual Strangers that I wish they would get away from this code that they're going to use the XR uh, SXR twenty one thirty. I wish they would do you know they would change it and have it be a different name, but uh, it's not just them. Every technology, every chip, they all use the same type of format for model numbers. It's just, we generally don't give a shit about the other chips. It's just the big ones that we need to know about. Yeah. I think Brad was talking about Sunday. He was kind of like comparing it to like USBs, right? USB, you know, Gen 3.0, 3.1. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Brad says it's garbage naming. Yeah, it totally is. (laughs) I know. I know. It's like, like I, we back can't in the nineties, Intel used to totally change the name of the processor. Everything was different. The Pentium, the Pentium Pro, the Pentium, right. you know, they were all different. And then they came out with the stupid i3, i5, i7 thing, and it's been the same for the last fifteen years. Yep. <laughs> and these guys are doing the same thing. So, but yeah, I just you thought it was more at the technical side, less at the name. Yeah. Yeah, it was just funny. The reason I brought it up because you know, I just I I find it interesting that. I don't know. Maybe you guys weren't hearing the same thing I was. I was just several places. I was looking and Reddit and, uh, you know, some of the, the, the Facebook groups, especially even ours, 
people were kind of downing the quest three a little bit saying, you know, they weren't interested or it didn't look like it was going to be enough of an upgrade or they didn't, you know, they weren't, they weren't impressed at all and they're not looking forward to it. And I kind of am the opposite way. I really am. I'm, I'm, I hope that they, like, again, they may change this and may not be the iteration. They might skip the quest three guys. It's very possible. They could just, I mean, meta isn't a whole bunch of, meta isn't like a little bit of a holding pattern right now. They just went through a whole bunch of layoffs. You know what I mean? So everything is, uh, every, you know, everything is a little up in the air right now. Like they could completely pivot and go, you know what? Quest two is still freaking great, man. Still great. Still selling like crazy. How about we stay and we wait a year and then we, pr- then we move into something else. You know, and this quest three that we're seeing now is not the quest three that we end up seeing. It could be a completely different quest three that we don't see until 2024. Is that even possible? Why I think not? it's possible. Yeah. Why not? You don't, you don't think they could sell the Quest 2 for another year after this? I think they're still going to even with the Quest 3, by the way. Yeah, they're going to have more competition, which is going to affect sales, but I don't think it's going to disappear. So, Yeah. So, you know, we'll have to just wait and see. I'm v- Meta Connect is going to be very interesting, and we uh, we are going to cover it, guys. We will. There's going to be a million people live, and you'll have a lot of places to consume it. But if you want to come consume it with us, come consume it with us. Or, or you know, you have five, you have all your five favorite favorite content creators on and watch everybody we are going to do it uh we will we'll do it live and um you know it's going to be very interesting to see because there's going to be a lot of subtleties uh, and i like to read into you know what they don't say or how they say things more than even what they do say so um i'm looking very very much forward to to uh to meta connect the next five Tuesday. days TikTok, and hopefully all of our answers are not answered because you know how it works <laughs> yeah right Brett says will meta do nothing it's i guess it's possible right they do nothing yeah right hmm. very no. interesting that's, let's that's, talk i'm sorry go ahead i was gonna say that's two uh like big product announcement youtube events that we've covered where my credit card is at the ready burning a hole in my pocket and absolutely nothing has happened you so. spent you've spent enough bro show everybody what you've got in your hand in your oh. hand yeah, you spent enough. Your wife is going to divorce you. I'm not kidding. I, I had to get one, man. <sighs> Bradley, Brad, Brad's going to be so impressed with you now. Brad, I bought a new toy. <laughs> <laughs> you finally made it into the index world. Congratulations. <laughs> Took me forever. It's pretty amazing, right? I mean, the, it is. the I audio. I unboxing video coming, and I talked about how, the audio. And how impressed were you with the audio, dude? I mean, the audio blows you away. Even more, even more than the than the visuals. And the visuals are amazing in the index. The audio blows me away with the Valve Index audio. Yeah, no, totally, totally different. Uh, I played into. <laughs> oh, you have made. You finally made it, Brad. Respect you now. I know. I see that <laughs> now, not no, before no, tonight. No, no. no because now. Brad was looking. Brad was looking at the stupid Acer he's got in the background, going. Yeah, I know. Is that's he's in VR. Look at the Acer thing. Back. It's an antique. Are you kidding me? Come on. <laughs> it is an antique. <laughs> Uh, that's that's one of the ones that you know it's a, it tells you what not to do in VR. <laughs> yeah, right. Actually, I quite enjoyed uh, it, but still, hey, nothing like hey. this. I played Into the Radius last night, PC version. Oh, nice. You know, I thought I would just jump in and you know quickly whip through the tutorial and just run around. I played it for almost two hours. Alakazam has a great question. He says, uh, "He said, is the new Quest earphone or the is the new Quest the Conquest earphones, the headphones that you can attach to your Quest to or?" Or some other head head uh, you know head straps or headsets are they as good as the index audio? And while these are phenomenal, I still don't think they're as good as the index audio. 
The index audio is know. phenomenal. They're close. The index audio, they're really close. I think the the conquest ones are more comfortable a little bit because they're padded. Like these uh, ones, these really barely touch my head, mind you. They're not supposed to. They should sit yeah. over your. They should never actually touch your ears. They should kind of like sit right over your ears. That's why yeah. they're so good too. Have you seen they the size have of such, my head? Well, that's true. You do have a melon. <laughs> he's see, he's got a huge head. <laughs> Even in person, I'm like, holy crap, dude! Really? <laughs> I'm like, how do you how do you keep that thing up? He's like, oh my god, put your head back on, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean the conquest. We'll we'll talk a little bit about the con- conquest when we get through the news. I, I'll hit on it quickly, but they're phenomenal. They're really, really, really good. They're if, if they're not better than the index, but I, they're either as good or maybe just a little bit less. But the index is like top notch. I mean, the, the index is the best audio in the business. You're not finding anything better, I don't think. But mm-hmm. these are phenomenal. These are really, really good. Um, it's the best audio I've heard on a on a standalone headset. Uh, let's talk SideQuest very quickly. Uh, I just want to hit on this and say congratulations to SideQuest. Or not, because there may, there's a lot of people that don't like Google putting their hands in shit, Todd. Are you excited about this? Let, let me just say, so SideQuest, um, there's an investment arm of Google um, that has helped, you know, they've, they've done a funding and they've raised $12 million for SideQuest. Um, and to the point where you'll see um, one of, uh, Google's, uh, higher ups be actually be on the board, uh, of SideQuest now. Um, is this good news for you, Todd? Bad news? Are you, are you a fan of Google or do you not want Google involved with SideQuest? And, and, uh, what do you think? I think it's fantastic. They're, Google's got boatloads of cash and SideQuest is a ridiculously important part of our community to be able to, well, especially now that we only have Quest headsets that are standalone. To be, for them to have the ability to get apps from developers onto the headset without the jank of going through the Oculus Store red tape crap is amazing. Like, we we wouldn't be as far ahead right now in gaming if we didn't have SideQuest. And I totally believe that. So if Google's going to give them $12 million this year, who knows what they're going to give them next year? And SideQuest has just taken off. I think it's I think it's fantastic. With with the new headsets that are coming to market, SideQuest is going to open up to maybe side load, and it's not just going to be quest related content anymore. It could be side loading to the Pico, side loading to the Pimax Crystal. Who knows, right? I do think I do think side. Now we don't we are SideQuest ambassadors, guys, but I have no inside info on this. I do think their side questing will be done on the Pico, by the way. Um, And again, I have no knowledge of this through SideQuest in any way um, because we've asked and they've said no comment. Uh, yeah. as of right now but in my opinion i think you're definitely going to be side see side side loading on onto the pico headset yeah it, it's it's to me it's a smart business choice there's millions of pico headsets and now that they're coming to north america eventually uh it's just opening the doors wider and wider yeah so let me just read a little bit of this article here um the side loading platform SideQuest raised 12 million uh in investments from google ventures as part of its series a funding round that amount brings the total raised to date by SideQuest to 15.65 million dollars uh initially backed by oculus co-founder palmer lucky and boost vc in 2020 uh with 3 million added last year the latest funding boosts SideQuest at the same time it may change the ongoing competitive dynamic uh, for those unaware, Google is behind the Android operating system that forms the basis of the system software running Meta's Quest, Meta, Meta's Quest headsets. As part of the investment, Google Ventures general partner MG Seigler will join SideQuest board. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, 
I'm I'm along the same lines as you. I think this is good news. Um, anytime you get investments in anything that has to do with virtual reality, I think it's it's a good thing. I mean, that Google thinks that investing in something like SideQuest, which has its hands firmly in virtual reality, I think it's a good thing for us. Whether you think Google is you know great or not, or, or a good entity, or however you want. Um, I think this will move them forward. I think a side quest will, will take on some different things now. I think side quest will morph into more than what it is today. I think we're going to see a lot of things coming from side quest. Um, and they're not going anywhere for sure. Now, a lot of us thought side quest after app lab, a lot of us thought side quest will Shane go away. And Orla thought side quest was going away because they had to work with meta in order for app lab to work. And they thought, well, you know, we're, we're giving them all this information that they could just cut us out and we're done. And they didn't. Yeah. So all right. it's, big, it's a big deal, I think. Yeah, so it is. And, and I'm very happy for Shane and Orla. I mean, the very good people we have had uh, Orla on the show here. They're friends of the channel. Um, Tatiana Disco VR as uh, friends of the channel. Uh, we are, um, you know, official um, sidekicks, uh, the, uh, the side quest um, official reviewers um and they've had some new people come in this week todd you want to tell them uh, who has officially joined the ranks as a sidekick just pulling that up yes we have um the, just the new people are um i don't want to give away too many people without cast and cherry are now cast and cherry are now sidekicks hell yeah man um steve knows is now an steve sidekick. freaking knows man that VR you know, girl. Is she now, is. An, she's got an up and coming channel. I did really did not know a lot about her, but as soon as she joined, I went and checked her out. I had she to does go a lot check of, her out too. Yeah. She does a lot of cool stuff, man. I'm very and you know go check out uh, that VR girl because she's got some stuff going on there. And of course, our girl VR Jasmine. She is uh, love me some Jasmine. Yeah, she started calling yeah. me Uncle Todd. I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure. I like. That. Well, you're old man, and you know. <laughs> oh, Jazz. Yep. So, uh, yeah, I think we're up to 11 sidekicks now, I think. Something like that, 10. Yeah, it's so, getting bigger. Cool. And I think yeah. it, we're, we're not done. They're not done yet either. I think they're yeah. going to have another round. Uh, and I think, um, yeah, I think we're definitely going to see more stuff coming uh, from, from SideQuest. So congratulations, guys. And uh, we're, we're trying to uh, see if we can get uh, some, you know, uh, either Shane or Orlo or both or Tatiana. We'll, we'll, we'll try and get them in here and talk to them about a little bit about this, I think, at some point soon. Right, Todd? You betcha. Yeah, I'd love to get him on the show and uh, talk all things psychic. Let's talk HTC. Oh, God. Why do they do this shit? Why do they <laughs> do they talk about David Heaney's uh, article about Quest? No, because I went I, I thought about that. So I know we, we talked about that in our show prep. But here I went back and reread the article. If you look at it, look at the title of the article. He puts a comma in between. So it's actually two topics that are put in this i don't like how they did it okay we'll talk about this is upload what we're talking about so so david heaney which i absolutely love i have a i have a huge like geek crush on david heaney he's just the smartest Mm -hmm. dude he he wrote an article and basically what it said was um quest pro it says quest 2 steam vr usage drops pico 4 launch approaches so it's when you look at the article it says quest 2 uh usage drops on steam Pico 4 launch approaches. So it makes you think that he's saying in the article that Pico 4 
launch approaching has affected Quest and made them drop uh, their usage on Steam. So I started reading the article and I'm like, there's no mention of Pico in the article. It says nothing about that. So, you know, how do you claim that in your article? Like, where do you, how do you get from point A to point B that Pico yeah. has any effect on Quest 2? Where did title come from? Yeah. So you have to go back. Now, I, 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 I made, now the, I made a point bottom. of this today because I was going to freak out about it tonight. Okay. So I made a point to go in. I said, I'm going to read the article slowly and I'm going to go through it and make sure that his point is not lost on me and I'm not overreacting. And I catch the title again. Todd, read the exact title. Yeah, the exact title is Quest to Steam VR usage drops. Pico comma, 4 launch approaches. Yeah. Comma. Pico 4 launch approaches. So basically, and if you read the article now, it's yeah. just about Quest 2. And then there's one little paragraph at the bottom about Pico 4. <laughs> so this is what they <laughs> do. I don't don't do yeah. these things, okay? You're better than this. You're better than this. Don't do that. You don't need to do the... that. The the scantily clad it. anime characters all over their advertising right now. Well, I like that. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but <laughs> you, you don't. Here, here's here's my point. Well, that's because you're a horny old man, Uncle Todd. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to no, hear this shit. But look, <laughs> seriously, they they don't need to do this. Don't do the Quest Two loses you know uh, loses ground in Steam uh, Pico launch approaches. Do write two separate articles if you need to do that. Don't put yeah. Pico launches approaches, and then they put a tiny blurb in the bottom of the article about the Pico launch approaching. The yep. article had nothing to do with Pico and Quest, and there was no correlation between Quest numbers dropping, usage dropping on Steam, and the Pico launch. Don't do that. Please. You're better. You're better. Be better. I love David Heaney. I'm so sorry I said anything <laughs> wrong about you, David. Please don't hate me. <laughs> Please don't hate me. <laughs> Says, what's wrong with anime nothing that's my point is it's just distracting i can't read the article <laughs> <laughs> we're talking we were doing our show prep on tuesday and i was reading this article and i was freaking out and show prep and i'm like i'm like i can't do it. i don't want to talk about it. i don't want to i'm like i don't want to shit on david Heaney. <laughs> i'm like why does this have to be david Heaney? could it be anybody else there and i wouldn't i, I wouldn't say anything and i'm like why does it have to be Heaney? please don't be Heaney. and then i was like and then and then i'm like well you know what? i'm just not going to talk about it and then you know Everybody in there is like, you better talk about it. We'll bring it up. And I'm like, oh. and then I, I read the I thing. And I'm like, all right. So let's get back to HTC. All right. Because I am going to. Here's HTC. Here's the problem with HTC. Okay. Here we they go, do... people. Get ready. <laughs> they do this every time. Okay. They come out every time and they're like, HTC, we're the best. And we're going to show you a tiny ass little image of nothing. Okay. And we're going to tease you and make you look at it. And then they show you nothing and they go and they put a like a little blurb go small or go home clever htc i see what you're doing there htc you're so smart you're so smart htc and then they make it so dark and black that you can't see shit it's basically a picture of nothing they could they could have taken this picture from the underside of their fucking desk for god's sakes at least give you something that makes it look like it's a freaking headset for god's sakes you're teasing me with a picture of a black blob that looks like shit and then you what you do is people are lighting it up now they're like they're 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 making it lighter so you can see in yeah, there and they're trying to draw trying to it out. Photoshop it and edit it. Yeah. And what is in there? What do they find? A quote that says, nice try with a thumbs up. <laughs> what the hell are you doing, HTC? <laughs> you're going to tease and you're going to do these things and you're going to show this and you're going to show that. And then you're going to come out with the freaking headset. And it's going to be the biggest piece of shit that you've ever shown. Like it always is. It's all garbage. It's going to be another freaking flow. <laughs> oh, don't give me started on that. That's next.
But I mean, come on, you're gonna, you're gonna tease, you're gonna you're gonna tease, and you're gonna make a big deal about this, and you're gonna show this. They're gonna build this up for weeks now. We're gonna see this. Hear him from here. Come on, I want HTC to do stuff right. I want HTC to be a player, <laughs> but don't do this stuff. Don't do stupid stuff like this and show me, you know, little tiny blurbs and things and say, "Nice try," and we're gonna be so cute. Either show the headset or don't show the headset. <laughs> and this is what happens when you zoom and light up the picture. Oh, come this, on, man. This little image of nice try. You know, and then they're going to come yeah. out with a dumpy piece of crap headset that you can't use. It's no good. You can't do anything with it. Oh, man. And the HTC, same article, they talk about a new Viflow. I know. I saw. I'm like, oh, <laughs> you, you, you just came out with a Viflow last year. You're going to show a new one, a new crappier Viflow that you can't do anything with that one either? And this Vive Flow, it looks 3D printed. <laughs> HTC, please, man. You were a leader. You were a leader in this industry. You had the best headset for years. Your headset was better than the CV1. It was a better headset. They're still being used in places. You that haven't made a good headset since then. Yeah, the flow. <laughs> yeah, the flow. <laughs> I got one. I got one on my shelf over there. It's fantastic. Yeah, I know. Collecting dust. Yeah. Yeah. The only time HTC has done anything right is when they went to Valve and said, help us make a fucking headset because we can't. And Valve made the goddamn headset. And Valve did a great job. Valve did a fantastic job. Don't tell me. Yeah. Who said that? The spry guy is right. HTC has Viport Infinity. That's the only thing that HTC has done great in the last few years. Viport Infinity is a freaking great thing and i'm so happy that they're keeping it going like without a headset you think they would just give up on that but but their hardware and their marketing strategy and the way they do things is so flawed and so crazy and they continue to do these things and make them blow up and they come out with garbage headsets that nobody wants and nobody wants to play that are way too expensive for what they are and then they they classify them you know this is our business headset these are business headsets. You can pay a thousand dollars for this headset that's worth four hundred dollars that nobody's gonna buy. Yeah, it's enterprise. Get out of here, HTC. <laughs> Freaking take a hard pass on you again. Take off, eh? Take, yeah, take off, Todd, eh? tell him. Take off, eh? Take off, hoser. Take off, hoser. Oh, Jesus Christ, dude. Man, my, stomach's, <laughs> my stomach's starting to hurt me now. It's okay. Come on, ready? Uh, man, come on. Woosa. I, look, I, again, Woosa. I want oh, HTC it's, it's to be over. good. I want HTC to be good. I if this is a new standalone headset, if it is, God, please. All right, all right. Please, God. Please, HTC. Your sweet eight pound, six ounce baby. Help me, help me out. HTC, help me out, okay? Please get your shit together and make a standalone headset that's worth a shit. Please. Please don't be another fucking Vive Flow that nobody wants. Don't be a seven a seven thousand dollar Vive Focus that nobody's gonna play. Please be yeah. something good. If you come out and you come out with some kind of piece of crap that nobody's ever going to want to play, I'm done with HTC forever. I'm Thank canceling my revive thing. <laughs> <laughs> my revive thing. Uh, but they're, they're touting this as go small or go home. So they're touting this as a small, tiny headset. Could this be a standalone headset? Could we be no, seeing it's going to be another could... flow? It's going to be like a uh, Rokid, but smaller. I don't know. Maybe. I hope I'm wrong, but. Uh, I don't know. HTC. Love them. Love to hate them. Love to hate them. Let's give something away. Yeah, let's yeah. do it. Let's do it. Let's give, uh, let's give, what do we got to give away? What are we doing? We got the uh, song and the smoke and runner left. We have an HTC. <laughs> we have a vibe flow to give away. 
at yours. <laughs> Surprise! Fantastic. I don't know, I'm rooting for Vive Flow or Vive Flow. I'm rooting for Vive or an HTC. Come out with something good. Make it a Vive standalone headset, and I'll 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 sing your praises if it's great. I promise you. All right, which one are we giving away first? Uh, sorry, I'm just trying to get the wheel up. You pick. <laughs> I want to constantly talk about the wands. We'll leave I, didn't, I didn't even talk about the Vive wands, those garbage things that have no thumbsticks. <laughs> uh, you know, and, They're still and, selling I, them. They're still selling the Vive wands. They still haven't. They, they haven't updated their controller in seven years, for God's sakes. Yeah. Seven years. Okay, we're going to give away uh, Song in the Smoke. This is a Steam key, so if you don't have Steam, give it to someone who does. There you go. I like it. We ain't spinning again. <laughs> Bluebell says, D and Todd, we need a MASH Rants end of the year montage video. Oh, there will be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you think we have enough of them now to do a montage video? Probably. I don't know. Maybe like not for every long, single so. episode where it's like, you know, your intro. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm never doing that again. Yeah, you are. Thank God Jason Parks isn't here. I would embarrass myself in front of Jason. Congratulations, Flickers, on winning uh, Song of the Smoke. Another great game. Another great game. I, it was Michelle B. who said in chat when uh, Jason was talking about uh, going to the Peruvian jungle, she's like, he lived the... Uh, green the, Hell. The, the Green Hell. <laughs> the Green Hell game. Be yeah, Jason I saw that. Game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Onikazi brings up the freaking cosmos. The whole idea of the cosmos was garbage, by the way, that whole thing. But yeah, their control they 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 had potential with the Vibes Cosmos's controllers to be great. They ended up being big ass pieces of crap too. I'm, I'm telling you, everything they've put out has just not I, I don't even know how they're still in business. I know how they're still in business. They're still selling the Vive, the the um the um the Vive Pro. That's how. And and everything is still so when I was out, when I was in Miami. I went out with the character bank developers, the guys who made Ruins Magus, and they invited me to go do this um, um, location-based uh, VR thing, which was amazing. You know, you're, you're it was a full arena mode. You're you're in this huge space. You can run everywhere, and you have you know you cool. have guns, and you have you know like these backpacks that you're not wired to anything. It's amazing. It was it was so cool. But what what kind of headset were they using? They were using Vive Pros. Yeah. Still, uh, you know, even today, and it, it is a comfortable. It's a great headset. Still, it is, but you know, the visuals are just not there anymore. But Okay, uh, let's move on from there. I want to kind of start to wrap up things here a little bit. I do want to say one more thing. The Quest Store, Todd, is finally, 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 finally after 28 years now, after five or six years now, how long is, how, when, when did the original Quest come out? Five years now? Three, five four years? years five years? Five years later, has you can get gift cards now. You can actually buy a gift card, or you're going to be able to buy a gift card, and you're going to be able to actually physically give somebody a gift card. So if you want to give somebody a gift card for Christmas. You can do that and give them the physical card instead of having to go buy them one game. You can give them $50 on a gift card or $100 or whatever, yeah. and then go buy Long multiple games. Overdue. Yeah, seriously, how is this? I don't understand what was in the way for this for, for Meta, and uh, I don't know enough about it to, to talk about it, but I'll just say this. I don't know what was in the way, but why, why, why did it take you five years to do this? I mean, this just makes sense. I mean, why wouldn't you want to put gift cards out there that make things easy for yeah. people to pass them on? You can get Roblox gift cards for God's sakes. Why can't I get a Quest gift card? Yeah, so. exactly, exactly. Yeah, but you know, yeah, instead of just complaining about, it, I'll say I'm happy it's here. It's it's yeah. 
it's super good for for people to be able to do these things it's great for meta they're going to sell more it's great for developers they'll sell more games make yeah. it easy for people to gift and give these games and and you know and and they'll buy more games right um if people are getting you know 50 125 dollars gift cards for christmas guess what those gift cards are going to turn into games which is great for developers which is what we all want um so yeah here, I mean, here. It, yeah exactly so i think it's a great thing great thing Okay, that will uh, wrap up our news for the day. Um, but we do have an announcement, D. And bum, bum, bum. it's, it's not a it's not a super happy <laughs> announcement from D. And uh, I'm a little sad, I'll say. And I know, I know. Don't cry, don't so, cry, don't cry, don't cry, don't cry. D, do you want me to say it or do you want to tell everybody? Uh, uh, um uh I might need some help. I mean, yeah. Okay. All right. So Dee's Dee's role with us is going to stay the same, but her time on the show is going to change a little bit. And um, you know, it's it's an unfortunate thing. And we love Dee. We'd want her to be here, and she wants to be here. But Dee has a new, a different job in her her company. And uh, timing wise, I know. How dare you go out and further your career Dude. and make yourself better? It, well, no, if you want to start paying me, like, no, 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 that's why D's got to do what D's got to do. But unfortunately, uh, so D is not leaving, um, but the amount of time that she will be able to be with us on the show is going to change. So D will be with us now, yeah, for now, for now. I mean, there things will change, you know, eventually again, too, but. For this time period, uh, these hours have changed, so she'll actually be working during our show. But here's what she has graciously offered to do to make sure that the community gets the D that they need. <laughs> you know who else like getting the D they need? Uh, D will be uh, D will be taking her lunch break. She has an hour lunch break every day. She'll be taking it at on Thursdays. She'll be taking it at 9 p.m. So she will join us for the first hour of our show uh, on air. So she'll be here with us on air. For the first hour uh, of every show, and um, and then after that hour is up, she does have to go to work. But she is not on the phones anymore. She is doing chat, yes. and uh, that means that she can still be part of our chat, and she can still help run the wheel. So she is not going anywhere, but except she's going to leave the screen. So yeah. for the first hour, she'll be here with us on the screen. After that hour is over, she'll um, she'll she'll get off the screen. She'll jump onto her job, but she'll still be in chat with all you amazing people. You can still talk to Dee. You can still message her. She'll st still be putting messages in uh, to chat saying hi to everybody. Um, and like I said, she'll still help with the wheel and she'll make sure everything's good there. Uh, we'll just miss her, you know, for the end of the show, you know, physically um, in this space with us. So, um, not, you know, it's it's a little sad, but, it's, cry, you know, cry, you're still cry, here. Don't cry, don't you're cry. still here, which yeah. is which is important. Yeah, the role's just changing. And, it's not like and, she's and it was her. actually I know. <laughs> and I, I I seriously like this this group and this channel and don't cry, don't cry, don't cry, don't cry, don't cry. <laughs> you can do it. Okay, hold on one. I know, okay, hold on one. Everybody. Okay, so this group means so much to me that like I seriously almost considered like passing it up for this round, but D got a promotion at her job, so I'm moving up to the chat. So no longer on the phones, but um, that's a huge deal, right? Like people on the phone are dicks. Well, they are exactly. assholes, dude. But yeah. the thing Trust is, me, know. you know, I've I've had some of the best conversations with people on the phones too. But that's cool, you know. But 
right now the roll the hours are Monday through Friday from 3 p.m. to 12 midnight. So I asked if they could accommodate Thursdays, but they couldn't. So I'm gonna take my money. I'm there, those motherfuckers. This fucking fucking progressive. I'm taking all my fucking insurance away from progressive. How dare now they fuck with my show? Screw it with my show. How dare they? How dare they? What do they think? There's some dude, kind of company now or something? Now flow is what? gonna freaking kick flow. my ass, You know what I would do to flow? <laughs> Nothing, nothing at all. Flow, flow, Hey, I'll rail on it. I'll rail on it on HTC all day long. I'm not fucking with flow, dude. Flo, I was just kidding. I'm just kidding, flow. Just kidding. Yeah, but it's uh, only but, it's only yeah. temporary until the next shift bid. So then I'll once that comes around. Yeah. First couple of yeah. months of next year, I'll be able to hopefully get some. Exactly. Here. And D won't be leaving. Guys, remember, too, we are still doing Reality Bites. And that show is not going away. And D will be with us for that show. It's just we, we're on a bit of a hiatus because things were changing with a little bit between uh, with, with GT. And we had a lot going on the last two months. So I know a lot of people have been asking me about Reality Bites. Uh, we've, we've talked to GT. He's still ex very excited about doing Reality Bites. It's not going anywhere. Uh, we're gonna try. We're trying to get at least one episode in in October, and then November is gonna be. We'll at least try and get one in November. It's just gonna be a little bit iffy because we we have a lot of traveling that we're doing. Um, but we're gonna we're gonna we're we're gonna get back to it. You'll have a show hopefully in October for sure of of, of Reality Bites, and Dee will be there for that one for sure. Um, on Saturdays, you know what I mean, and uh, you know, and she'll again, she's still gonna be here in chat, guys. She'll still be chatting. You'll see her in chat a whole bunch more. That's all, and. Uh, and then you know they'll you know we'll, we have a, we still have a good hour with you, D. Yeah. You know who likes you to spend an hour with with D? Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> he does every Thursday. Yep. Wants to spend an hour Aww. with D. <laughs> uh, Only Kaza said, "Oh, Reality Bites is still a thing." I thought you might have uh, supplanted by uh, um, by uh, the crew cast. And no, uh, Reality Bites is still a thing. And uh, you know we're going to continue to do it on Saturdays. We have and, some you know, uh, interesting. Uh, plans perhaps in the works for reality bites to maybe bring in other things and people what? and i don't know we yeah absolutely that. we may have some so D gets a new job and she's not filled in on any of this you <laughs> no. didn't come to the last meeting yeah where were you dude you didn't <laughs> tell me about it you, you did you missed the last reality bites meeting it was like oh. it was yesterday dude you didn't <laughs> tell me dude <laughs> they're cutting me out guys they're no. trying to get me out no 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 are you no, kidding never. my wife's in chat she says we love you d and no she'd kick my ass if i'd cut you out of the show yeah see <laughs> see? see everybody it loves happen, the don't worry everybody so yeah that was uh, that was d's news and uh we've been sitting on it for a little bit and uh it's it's, it's approaching so what do we got d? a couple more weeks and then it'll 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 kick into effect I start training on the 17th. So that's when I'm officially off the phones, but that week of training, I only I'll I'll be there for the week of the 17th. Starting that go. last week. Little lesky. Cool. <laughs> Bluebell says that's it. No more Patreon. No, we need we need <laughs> no, to double. Guys, we, we need to double our patrons so we can we can pay D. That's, what we need. that's right we don't need anybody to go away we need to get more patrons that's right uh it's too funny um yeah it's, it's, it's gonna show the show's over <laughs> yeah no he couldn't do it by herself dude we're a team yo yeah right we're a team but we'll move on and it'll be good it'll, it'll be just as it'll be it'll be just be a little bit different and uh d will still be here for the first hour of the show which is a lot of the, where we do a lot of our fun stuff and 
and uh, it'll it'll really be good. And again, she'll still be in chat with everybody, so uh, she's not going anywhere. So um, we'll end this on a positive note and just say we love you, D, and uh, we understand what you're doing, what you got to do to take care of you, and uh, it's a good thing. And uh, I love you, D. You're good. Ah, diddly ho, diddly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, don't, don't forget the runner key. Yeah, we got to give away the runner key, dude. Too late. Yeah, we're going to do that. But I want to announce uh, <laughs> next Thursday, the 13th of October, we have a special guest coming in. To... We have a guest host coming in, not host. just a guest. Not an interview, not a just come sit here for half an hour. He's coming in for the entire show. It's going to be a blast. Mateo311 will be in studio for the whole day. It's going to be super Yeah, cool. it's going to be super cool. Say yeah, Mateo, man, Mateo, he, he had, he, Mateo had a lot of fun here, um, uh, when he was here and, uh, he, he, you know, expressed an interest to come and, and, and do these, a couple <laughs> things with us, so it's going to be a lot of fun. Freaking Guido. Guido's is $10, uh, here is a D salary. D salary. <laughs> <laughs> He's 10 bucks. Heck yeah, man. Hey, we, if, hey, I would love to be able to do it. If we can get, we get, if we keep growing and we keep doing the things right that I think we're doing um we're you know it, it, things the are getting goal right yeah things are getting very good for us we're, we're doing things that we need to do to grow this channel and uh, we appreciate all you people helping us and um you know if you want to continue to see us do what we'll be able to do and and uh you know help us out you know share it out become a patron you know share it share it out to anybody else if you can't become a patron share it out tell somebody else um have them come see us we're doing we're doing uh, as best we can to uh to really to really bring you know bring it bring it to the next level and we're working on it and uh if we could ever if i could ever start paying d to, to do stamps and to be here at the show i would it would make it would, nothing would make me happier trust me uh i would absolutely love it I mean, i'm gonna have to find out find a different way because you know how many <laughs> conversations on the phone i bring up you know oh i gotta do this you know vr stuff <laughs> oh you have a show you do a podcast yeah uh, YouTube. come see I us gotta, i gotta figure out how to do that in chat <laughs> hell yeah. yeah for sure yeah, yeah, yeah. Get, uh, get, yeah, get everybody in here. Just tell everybody you can, uh, and get them all in here and get them to subscribe. And, uh, we'll have, we have some big stuff coming too, guys, for subscribers. So we're going to have some giveaways. We are on a push for 5,000. We want to break 5,000 by the end of the year. That's a big number, right? It's a lot. Yeah. We're only sitting that we're sitting yeah. at like 33 something, 3320 or something like that, 3310. Yeah. Or almost 3320. We want to hit 5,000 by the end of the year, but we're going to push for it. How we're going to push for it? We're going to give away a B Haptics vest, number one. We're going to do a Gleam giveaway for a B Haptics Vest. We're going to give a Gleam. We're going to do a Gleam giveaway for a B Haptics Vest. And probably, I don't want to say anything exactly right now. We're going to have probably about 10 to 12 other items, big items that we're going to be in here that are going to be just as big as the Haptics Vest. This is going to be a huge giveaway. We are pushing for 5,000. We want to be at 5,000 by the end of the year. And um, yeah, and hopefully we're even hoping we can do a headset or two in there as well, which we're very close on. So yeah, that's our, that's our goal. We're going to have a whole bunch of cool stuff. So come and hang with us and uh it's gonna be big um and uh and again you know we'll get d back soon guys she'll be back i'm not how about a 4090 we could maybe give away a 4090 i'll call make make some calls maybe we could do a 4090 that'd be cool hey alex we are just stopped in and uh what's going on man um congratulate everybody in the chat do me a favor i love alex we are he is a, a great friend uh i've come over the last year to uh to call him one of my best friends and let's congratulate Alex VR and let him know that we're all thinking about him on his new job with yes. contact, contact uh, CI, contact CI, yeah. the next step for Alex. Uh, and, uh, this is going to be amazing. He deserves this. This guy is amazing. And, um, 
he I, I've been talking to him about what he's doing and, and this thing since way back at uh, at like GDC. And, uh, you know, he, he deserves exactly everything he's getting right now. And uh, he's worked hard the day, uh, Alex and haptics is like peanut butter and jelly. They Hell yeah, man. belong together. So I'm very excited to see where this is going to go. Yep. Hell yeah. I'm proud of him. Um, he's doing awesome. He's going to, he's going to do big things with with them and, uh, I can't wait to see what he does. So yeah, congratulations, Alex, uh, kicking ass, definitely kicking ass. We're all, we're all moving and, and shaking in this world, this VR world. And, uh, there's a lot going on. So awesome. All right, guys, that's probably going to end up doing this for the show. Um, we remember, uh, next Tuesday, uh, for MetaConnect. What time does MetaConnect start, Todd? You know, Eastern uh, 10 a.m. Pacific. So 1 p.m. Eastern time. We'll probably go on about a half hour before that. So figure 1230 Eastern time. Come join us, Q2C VR Gamer. Come join us for the MetaConnect. We're going to be doing it live. Um, D probably won't be here. She'll be working, I think, right? Maybe my internet will have to go out. Oh, there we go. Bit. We might have a D sighting. At least be Absolutely. in chat. It's, it's going to be like three hour long, two hour long. Yeah, it's going to be a while because we're going to have long. the, yeah, we're going to do the giveaway. I know, guys. Sorry, I keep forgetting the giveaway over on our. We'll do that before we go, but uh, but yeah, um, come join us Tuesday uh, for the uh, MetaConnect. Um, we'll get firsthand reactions. Who knows if it goes crazy? You might hear a kick-ass rant from me. I don't know. Might be railing my ass off on Meta. We'll see. Or I might be like freaking out, man. I might be freaking out and pulling my credit card out of my wallet, like Todd does. Could happen. All right, let's yeah. give this runner key away before we forget, because <laughs> this this times I think we've actually done this and we've forgotten to give away something on the show when we, at the end. This is for Runner, man. This is a great game. If you haven't seen my video, I, did, I dropped a video today on Runner. So there's about 400 other people, but mine's really, really good because I had such fun. Go in check it. it out. You can tell I had fun too, by the way, because I just like the game a lot. Echoing? Middlehine says I had him at Rant. Echoing. Echoing to the future. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> So uh, Echo into the Future, just hit me up. Uh, this is one I need to gift to you. Uh, so just hit me up. Uh, you can get me uh, get me personally on this one. MashDaddyCool at gmail.com. Message me at MashDaddyCool at gmail.com. And I will personally gift you this key for Runner. Really, really good. Uh, really loving this game. Actually, I'm thinking about if I can't get in After the Fall right now, which I'm getting in After the Fall right now, I'll get into Runner, but I'm getting in After the Fall. I'm going to take a quick break so I can go to the bathroom and then I'm getting in After the Fall for sure. Gotta, I gotta keep going, D. I can't help it. You're addicted. I am addicted. I can't. I can't stop. You're addicted, uh, I didn't have to work tomorrow. I need a 12-step program. <laughs> I do need a 12-step program. <laughs> All right, guys. That has uh, that has been a great show tonight. We really appreciate it. Uh, if you haven't yet, you guys, there's a lot of people still here. Please hit the thumbs up button. We really appreciate it. If you do that, it's a simple thing. Click the thumbs up. Helps the videos a lot. We really appreciate it. If you're not subscribed, please make sure you do so. Uh, and tell somebody who is not. Go tell somebody. Tell anybody. Come see us. We got big things happening here. Have them come see us, and uh, we'll uh, we'll we're gonna we're gonna take over the world. No, I'm just kidding. We're not gonna take over the world, but we're gonna do. We got we got cool stuff. We got cool stuff. Come see us. All right, guys. We appreciate it for my good friend Todd right over there, and my great friend D right over there. Don't cry, D. It's gonna be okay. Uh, I'm right, done. Right, I'm right, done. Right. Now. You're all done. So okay. All right. I think so. Peace, guys. We'll see you soon. Have a good night, everybody. Bye, guys.